Zimmerman's house, 
The Rockefellers in the Bush family in the same box, G. Henry Ford, all of them supported the Nazis. Members of the Tea Party still telling black jokes. You wearing the clothes, but the designer hates black folks. Reporters want to get dirt. Sound bites and excerpts. CNN must mean corrupt news network. Lost every dime you had riding with the wrong stock. Made in USA is dead. China got it on lock. Lost your 401k and all the paper you was holding. Cause you invested in something somebody else was controlling. They make it go up or down. Rise high, fall deep. The market's manipulated by people on Wall Street. Talk about the Middle East like America's errorless university campus and movie theater terrorists. True devilish temperament. The government is infamous. Ask them what they do to Guantanamo Bay prisoners. They dominate the airwaves and lie to the listeners. Presenting false information intended to condition us. The black man thinking slavery is the evidence. Most don't understand what the willy lynch let them in. Centuries of self-hate and division of blacks. Now they twist the difference between racism and fact. We read the Declaration of Independence with blinders. There were nine Freemasons among the 56 signers. In 1870, along came the Shriners, a higher order of masonry with a secret behind them. The sword on the logo, it speaks for itself, meaning anyone who tells the secret is put to death. Who is Hiram Abyss? What's his true identity? The devil's agenda be to kill us mentally continually. The wolf in sheep's clothing who fabricated divinity. The enemy who murders through lies, science, and chemistry. Trickery and industry. For power, they forever plot. You went to war to fight for a freedom that you never got. Dirty chess moves executed by the hidden hand. Now they plotting on a way to go to war with Iran. Same game, used again. Same wicked methods born. Just like Paul Wolfowitz had done before a desert storm. The government is broke. They can't cater to your needs. Planned Parenthood persuading to kill your future seeds. The school system misleads. They money-hungry savage vultures. If you chase the greed, you better get you one in agriculture. Now it's questions in the music. Are you in that other mix? Why the hell you covering your eyes and throwing up the sticks? Did you give your soul away? A price that you cannot afford? Did you take from Satan what you could have got from the Lord? God is DNA. Baffling it might seem. His existence is rooted in the number 19. His origin comes from where the mathematics say it's from. D the fourth letter. N is 14 and A is 1. Who prevailed in the end? The divine or the evil? This war that's going on is for the minds of the people. Calamities keep increasing. World confusion bound and deep. And nobody can take control of their surroundings if they sleep in. You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. Left side, right side, over you and under you. You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. Right side, left side. Peace, 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 peace to the gods, peace to the gods. You are listening to the hottest radio network on the planet, high frequency radio. 
I had to I had to go back to my roots, y'all. I had to get back on the air. It was something that was missing. You know, I was on video on YouTube. And I had to get back where it all started, you know, doing question and answer on the air. You know, they say that radio is the theater of the mind. Oh, my students tonight, like, what's going on? Why we ain't having class? We're going to have class over the air tonight. That's what. You can call in. If you want to ask, ask a question, I think you have to hit one on your phone. It's going to put you in queue. Hit one on your phone, and it's going to put you in the queue. And you can get your questions answered. <sighs> Feels good being back in the saddle on the uh just doing it. Also, if you want to refresh your, if you're listening on the internet, you can refresh your screen. There's a chat on here as well. You can get in the chat. Chop it up in the chat. You may have to scroll down to see it if you don't see it. There's a chat on here. You do not have to call in to listen if you don't want. If you don't want to. Call-in number is 563-999-3625. Once again, that's 563-999-3625. And I'm just going to get right to it. I'm just going to get into it. Hold on. Let me pull up my, uh, I got it. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I've been doing this for a while, but I'm getting back. I'm going back to this. Oh, let's see. That's not it either. Where is that? Looking for my little... Pull it up real quick. Get back to it. So, 425. I think that's Washington. We're going to start off in Washington today. 425-7901. Your mic is open. Hey, Yusuf. This is Kyler in Seattle. It's been a while. All right, Pete, that. Yeah, I'll get off my uh... Kyler in okay. Seattle. It's been a while. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? We're surviving up here. This is uh, 20 miles from my house is where COVID started, so it's uh, been been interesting. Okay, okay, okay. All right. It started, I don't know if you know this, but it started, well, in the United States, supposedly it started over here in Kirkland. <laughs> Kirkland? Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you it know, like Kirkland, in a- like Costco, Kirkland, the brand. Yeah, right here. So let me, so right let me ask you a question. When it started in your area, how did y'all know? You know, was the hospitals are full and all of that? I mean, good is that, question. Is it, so 
it was a old folks home is where it broke out. There was 11 people that died in the old folks home there in Kirkland. And so, and then it started getting some traction and then they were quarantining. They quarantined the whole community, you know, the whole old folks home. And that's kind of where we started going, what's going on here? Well, my understanding, it got a 99% recovery rate. Is that not correct? That's exactly it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a fake. And I kept telling my kids, I said, it's really, we're 20 miles in. Like where, if this was really a, a, a pandemic, like why aren't people like at the Seattle airport or in Everett airport, why is it, why aren't you seeing people getting sick over there? Except 20 miles in, all of a sudden it breaks out of the old folks home. Hey, man. Let, me, let me give you some stats. What's it, what's interesting is it's only 10 miles from Bill Gates' house. How ironic is that? Wow. Yeah, that's right, because I think Bill Gates is up there in Seattle, Washington, right? Yeah, he's on Medina. Okay, okay, okay. Well, so Jeff Bezos, Bezos and all that, yeah. Well, you know, they are saying that the the real reason – uh, a lot of the deaths are happening right now, allegedly, and from what I'm saying, and I'm about to pull up this frontline doctor um, lawsuit, because the frontline doctors put in a uh, seeking an injunction, basically saying that we don't, it, there isn't an emergency because they were having this emergency use for this, uh, you know, uh, for this vaccine, and they're like, okay, well, where, you know. Uh, you know, they ain't, there's, there's not there's not an emergency. You know, so I'm gonna pull this up for y'all. How many people have actually got a chance to read this thing? It's a preliminary injunction. Um, it got it got denied because the doctors could not show where they had been injured. But I don't think that was really what they were intending to do. I think they just wanted on the public record, um, you know, just some information for people. Uh, to see, listen to this real quick. It says, and here, I'm going to put this in the uh, chat room for everybody. Okay, if you're in the chat, I'm putting it in the chat for you so you can, uh, here's a link to it. Y'all can look at it. There it is right there. It's the chat. Y'all can pull it up. Y'all can see it's the frontline doctors versus Xavier Becerra, Secretary of U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Civil action number 221-CV-00702-CLM. Plaintiff's motion for preliminary injunction. The unlawful vaccine emergency use authorization. They call it the unlawful vaccine emergency use authorization. There is, in fact, no serious or life-threatening disease or condition. And these are doctors. All right, so let's look at it. It says, plaintiff's move under Rule 65, Federal Rule of Civil Procedure, for a preliminary injunction against defendants and joining them from continuing to authorize the emergency use of the so-called Pfizer Biotech COVID-19 vaccine, Moderna COVID-19 vaccine, and the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine, collectively the vaccine, pursuant to their respective emergency use, uh, emergency use authorizations and from granting full Food and Drug Administration approval of the vaccine. For number one, for those under 18 age category, Two, for those regardless of age who have been infected with SARS-CoV-2 prior to the vaccine. And number three, until such time as defendants have complied with their obligation 
to create and maintain the requisite conditions of authorization under Section 546 of the Food, Drugs, and Cosmetics Act of uh, Title 21, United States Code, subsection 360 BBB 3E, thereby enabling vaccine candidates to give truly voluntary informed consent. So what they're saying right now is nobody out here has truly voluntary uh, informed consent about what's going on. Now it goes on, it says, on February 4, 2020, the Department of Health and Human Services uh, Secretary declared pursuant to the code that SARS-CoV-2 created a public health emergency. This initial emergency declaration has been renewed repeatedly and remains in force today. The emergency declaration is a necessary legal predicate for the issuance of the vaccine emergency use authorization, which have allowed the mass use of the vaccines by the American public even before the completion of the standard regimen of clinical trials and FDA approval. The emergency declaration and its multiple renewals are illegal since, in fact, there is no underlying emergency. Assuming the accuracy of defendants' COVID-19 death data, SARS-CoV-2 has an overall survivability rate of 99.8% globally, which increases to 99.97% for persons under the age of 70 on par with the seasonal flu. However, defendants' data is deliberately inflated. On March 24, 2020, the Department of Health and Human Services changed the rules applicable to coroners and others responsible for producing death certificates and making cause of death determinations exclusively for COVID-19. The rule change states that COVID-19 should be reported on the death certificate for all decedents where the disease caused or is assumed to have caused or contributed to death. In fact, the DHHS statistics show that 95% of deaths classed as COVID-19 deaths involve an average of four additional comorbidities. The CDC knew the rules for coding and selecting a selection of the underlying cause of death are expected to result in COVID-19 being the underlying cause more often than not. Similarly, the actual number of COVID-19 cases is far lower than the reported number. DHHS authorized the emergency use of the polymerase chain reaction PCR test as a diagnostic tool for COVID-19 with disastrous consequences. The PC, and the person who made the PCR test said it's unreliable and don't use it. The PCR tests are themselves experimental products authorized by the FDA under separate emergency use authorizations. PCR test manufacturers use disclaimers like this in their product manuals. The FDA has not determined that the test is safe or effective for the detection of SARS-CoV-2. This is what they say right there. They tell all y'all this stuff. Nobody reads, though. Manufacturers. Manufacturer inserts furnished with the PCR test products include disclaimers stating that the PCR test should not be used to diagnose COVID-19. This is consistent with the warning issued by the Nobel Prize winning inventor of the PCR test that such tests are not appropriate for diagnosing disease. Just told y'all that. He's a Nobel Prize winner. He invented the test and he said it shouldn't be used for determining COVID-19. The way now this is the person who invented it now. The way in which the PCR now, did you see that the president of uh, the like a West African country? I saw the video. He actually gave the test to a goat, and he gave it to like all this variety, and he put a name on it. He like said this was a 28 year old girl, and he sent it into the lab, and it came back that they had the the goat had COVID. yeah, it was Zambia. And, you know, uh, uh, it was one of the African countries. I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was Zambia, but I think Haiti's president did it as well. And both of them are now dead. 
And of they, course, that's they right. said, that's where I was. And of course, exactly. they said he died from COVID nineteen. <laughs> of course, they said he died from right. COVID nineteen, but they ended up dead. Okay, so what y'all can read this for yourself. It's very interesting. It's replete with information. These doctors um, put everything in here. Nobody's talking about it. They don't publicize it. They don't want you to know about it. But like I said, I feel that the reason that they filed the lawsuit was not in particular so that they could um, win anything. I think it was to have information on the public record. So uh, from from a reputable source, meaning a group of doctors from all over the world, okay, who are saying that this is some BS, what they're talking about. And people should read this. It's the Frontline Doctors. I'll put it on uh, my main page so people can uh, have access to it. But I wanted to, I want, the reason I brought this up, because there's so many people who have, I, I think, drunk the Kool-Aid on this. And, um, you know, it was funny that uh, President Trump, in the very beginning, he said, it was a hoax. And, of course, he was, they excoriated the man uh, for making that statement. And then, then he changed his stance and started, you know, trying to get a vaccine together for individuals. And, uh, and of course, we had the election debacle, uh, which uh, ensued. And now we have what we have is the onset of a socialist, communist, Marxist uh, regime that's attempted to being forced on all the American people. And for all of you who don't understand what communism is, um, it can be reduced to one sentence. And you can read this in the Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx. And he said it's the elimination of private property. Now, my whole goal in life is to teach people how to maintain their privacy and have private property. And these people are on an all-out mission to make sure you have no privacy whatsoever. And most people who are, uh, you know, who have allowed fear to envelop their mind or aiding and abetting uh, the new world order and its steady encroachment on all of your civil liberties. Yeah. It's, you know, the new variants that they, they keep coming out with like the moo and the, the deltas and they all came that. Out, the Greek letters. People don't pay attention to things. They came out with a new variant when they seen nobody was taking the vaccine. Uh, well, when you they know, those are all the, frequencies. Those those are frequencies. What do you mean they're frequencies? I know everything is a frequency, yeah, you, but. Well, no, if you look them up, the, the Greek letters are all, they're tied to like frequencies. Like you ever heard where they're going to go through the 5G? You ever heard that? Yeah, yeah, I've heard the 5G. The 5G, that's another thing, you know, it's very interesting that on the first day they had the first lockdown, that's when all the uh, 5G towers went up. Now, it's interesting enough, it was the pandemic wasn't so much uh, uh, of a scare that it prevented those people from working and all those towers just magically appeared at, all at the same time all over the nation. All at the same time. Yeah, I, I'm, t- I'm telling everyone, and I'll, I'll, I'll go on for the record, is, is do not get the COVID vaccine. Do, absolutely do not get that. I don't know where you stand on that, but um, it's, I think it's, it's not good. Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, I'll play a little bit better an audio of a doctor who um, is, going, is, is explaining what actually happens when you take the COVID-19 vaccine. I get a chance, I'm going to play that a little later on in the program. Uh, what these vaccines do, it's a series of vaccines and how they kill your immune system. And the booster shots, right. 
the purpose that the booster shot serves. But, you know, hey, that is what it is. You know, it's I leave that up for people to decide. Uh, what I try to encourage yeah. people to do is have informed consent. The individuals who are putting out this information, they are all doctors. These are doctors. These are scientists. Um, all the information that I get, they're not from a layman. They're not from somebody just on the Internet or anything like that. These are people that are actually in, you know, the medical community. So just FYI. But anyway, my brother, do you have a question for me? So you think, uh, what do you think is at the end of this road? Are they, you think they're just going to keep pushing, um, I mean, they're just going to keep uh, pushing the vaccine and, and forcing people to get it? Or you think well, they they're going to let off and they we're going to They can't force you to do it. First of all, let me, let me say this. You can't be forced to do anything. And the reason you can't be forced to do anything is because of natural law. Okay, it's a free will universe. And anyone that encroaches on your free will has to contend with karma. And they know this. All these people that are in these positions, they are all a part of some sort of organization like the Masons, uh, Skull and Bones, the Rosicrucians, etc. There's a multitude of them that many people don't know about. But in those organizations, they all study natural law. They know the laws of the universe. So it has to be voluntary. If you pay attention to everything in our society, they need your voluntary consent. They need your, yeah. When you take the vaccine, you've got to sign a consent form. Has anybody read the consent form? I put a video on you, my YouTube page where I read it and on my Instagram page where I read the consent form for, and my Facebook. For those who refuse to read for themselves, I read it and it had a <laughs> list of side effects. Uh, on it, all the side effects, and you had a con- and and, and basically the consent form says, in spite of them telling you all of that, you do in- indeed agree to take it, and they are held harmless. And, and people say, well, why is there no liability? There's no liability because it's voluntary. That's why there's no right. liability because you're voluntarily taking it. They're giving you full disclosure on the consent form. They're not running it on any commercials because if they ran it on a commercial, they got to tell you all the side effects. That's why they're not, you don't see Moderna or anybody telling you to take that particular vaccine. Uh-huh. And then they're saying it's free. It's not free. The federal government borrowed the money to pay the vaccine companies all this money, and you're going to pay it back in your taxes. And that's why you're seeing this hyperinflation. And they're trying to get another $3.5 trillion right now to distribute a month of cronies. Oh, I know. Uh, it's amazing wait, to me wait. that the American people can't see how infantile this scheme is. This ain't even no complex scheme, what these people are doing. They just playing on the ignorance of the, and the fear of the general public. That's what I see. Oh, I know. And they're very ignorant up here. They're, they're just, people are, yeah, they don't care about freedom. So it's, uh, how it's about not, down in Georgia? So Do much, they care about freedom down there? Stupid. <laughs> they're not stupid. It's ignorant. I say ignorance in the sense of, People refuse to get fully informed. They're getting all of their information from CNN. I mean, that's where you're yeah. getting your information from CNN. In a, in right. a world, in a world where everybody on planet Earth has access to provide information to the entire planet, anybody can have a YouTube page or or anything like that and put out information to be circulated all over the planet. And the only only information that you find credible is on the news networks. They're owned by six companies. All of the major news networks are owned by six people. 
Yeah, that's how we won uh, the the Desert Storm. Schwarzkopf went out on the, the Pentagon floor, and he said exactly, we're going right up the middle. And their intel over there was CNN and all that. And when they showed up, we actually flanked behind them, and the war was over almost before it started. It was. It was. It was. But, hey, look, sir, <laughs> I got a lot of people in queue, but thank yeah. you for calling. I'm going to move on to the next call. All right. Okay, let's go right. to 973-9108. Your mic is open. 973 Oh, I had, Hey, I had to remove myself from the mute. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm great. Did you get my, my um, email that I sent you? Uh, I haven't checked yet, but I'm sure, you know, you, okay. you have a question you want to ask it now? Oh, yeah, well, I just want to ask you, um, are you aware that um, this vaccination, and, and that's the email that I sent you, has a live organism in it that cannot be killed? Have you um, read anything about that or seen anything about that? I haven't read anything about it, but um, there is, I haven't read anything about it, but there is a uh, a very interesting um, audio from a doctor. Let me see if I got this audio where she talks about the effects of it. But I, well, what, what is this? Um, tell me, what is this uh, uh, live all right, organism? I, all right, I have it on my computer, right? That's still playing because I'm, well, I have it on my computer. I'm trying to find it on my phone because the computer is on with you on and it's on, on a delay. Anyway, this organism is called vulgaris, something vulgaris, and it has like like suction cups on this tentacles, and um, the, uh, a doctor was being interviewed, and she was asked to examine the vial, and she put under the microscope. Uh-oh, did you hear that, Yusuf? Did, did I hear what? Did you hear that? It's like a horn. Did you hear that? A horn? No. On my end, I heard, I heard a horn as if someone was trying to intercept the phone call. Oh, no, 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 I didn't hear it. Go ahead. And it, she, inter- she she magnified this organism 400 times, and it has tentacles on it, and she said it cannot be killed. So I sent it to you. You know my email address. I sent it to you. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. It's just, it's just. I mean, I've, I've just been doing a lot of research on vaccinations for over like the last thirty years. But this one right here is just really, really, really crazy. And, and it scared me. And I don't normally get scared like that. That they're injecting this organism into into people, and it's killing people. And people, you know, people think that they have to take. That's like you said, it's free will. They're not understand like people are. People are like my my. I have a, a relative who is in the medical profession. She left it, and she's doing the therapy part. You know, she start, she's doing counseling because she says she's not getting the vaccination, and they're requiring doctor. Excuse me, they're requiring police officers, firemen, and military people. So I was telling the girlfriend who sent me this video. I said the reason why they're requiring these people to get to get these vaccinations because these people are in shape and they know how to fight and they want to disable them so they can't fight back. And she was like, oh my goodness, I didn't look at it like that. 
Wow. So we have to we have to we have to see what's not being seen. What, what we we get like I'm I'm a uh, very spiritual person and I feel things. A natural and doctor and I have it's not right. patients. Many are vaccinated. Just to give you a little bit of backstory about Hold on for a second. Let me see what I've seen so mm-hmm. far and what I've learned is all information no, from physicians, medical physicians, um, natural physicians, and also um, immunization of virology doctors, things like that, um, and then also nurses. So what I'm about to share with you is the first vaccine, the second vaccine. I have an audio of a doctor who is talking about uh, I mean, it's one of the best audios I've heard um, where she's giving, uh, you know, she's telling you about the three stages of the vaccine, what the first vaccine does, the second vaccine, and then what the booster shots do and how yeah, each one of them, and how each one of them is slowly killing your immune system and leaving mm-hmm. you open for the yeah. for attack. And That's at right. the end of it, she just basically said, you know, just wait for a year before you take it. Just wait a year. Uh, for you take and just see what happens, which I which I agree with. What 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 I'm kind of curious about is why people don't just um, kind of wait for a while. You know, we don't have any we don't have enough information on the side effects of this vaccine. Um, it's very evident that it's causing blood clots in a lot of individuals. Um, I myself, pilots. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know, this Atlanta, a basketball player, he talked about it. Um, I've had several people who have died recently, you know, who are, who are in my Airbnbs. And, you know, I asked them, did y'all take the vaccine? And they said, yeah, they took the vaccine. And so people are just dropping dead, but it's not being attributed to the vaccine. And um, I read this. Uh, there's this book I want everybody to check out. The author of the book, her name is Susan Reed. Once again, it's, her name is Susan Reed. And the name of the book is Body Snatchers. Now, this is a book that's going to kind of mess you up because it's talking about reptilians. Right? Now, her and this guy, um, Donald Marshall, claim that all of these elite people are not who you think that they are. And he claims to have inside mm-hmm. knowledge. About it. And I know it sounds real crazy, but what was really nope. interesting is in this book, she said that their ultimate goal in population reduction, they said it's not going to be the vaccine. They said a vac. No, they said it's not going to be the virus. It's going to be the vaccine, and ultimately a chip that's going to be put in everyone. And the computer chip is going to have like an electric. They said electrocute you, and that's how they're going to be able to reduce the population. It, you know. Now, when you look, look, uh, listen to Aaron Russo's interview uh, uh, that he had. Um, where he was talking about uh, he was uh, sitting down with Rockefeller and it's I think it's still on YouTube you can see it he said very clearly that the Rockefeller said he said well what's the end goal what do y'all want to do he said we want to put everybody on a chip they want and, and, and you go back and watch Iron Mountain uh, the Iron Mountain report it talks about this computer chip these computer chips are all the technology has been available since the 90s it is not a new uh, technology they've been using it for quite a while they started using it on animals and prisoners first. And Sweden, just about everybody, I think, in Sweden, a lot of people over there already have one. Um, they use it to enter into office buildings, uh, get your money out your bank account. It's going to have your bank account information on it. It's going to have all your health records on it. So that's going to be the passport because already 
I already knew this when I seen they came out with the vaccine cards. I said, that's not going to last long. It's too much potential for fraud and having the vaccine cards. Now, they, they have this, um, they said when you take the vaccine, it, it contains this stuff called luciferate. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct, but it's, it, it illuminates. And they can put right. you under a blue light. And so when people have the vaccine card and they say, well, they took the vaccine, they have that blue light over their hand and say, no, you didn't take the vaccine. We can see They're that you didn't take the vaccine. I've, I've seen videos with the blue lights um, on the streets. So if you don't have, if you have a short sleeve shirt on, you, they can see that the light is illuminated. But what I also wanted to say that um, this um, military man took the vaccination. He got very sick, and he did this um, cleanse, this detox, like for for um, Magellan's disease, and like like uh, glass like things was coming out of his arm, and he said it was very painful. So um, from the information that I've read, it's like they're trying to change your DNA. And so as a result of taking the vaccination, they, you're, you're now under their copyright. You no, longer, you no longer own your person. They own you now because they have changed your DNA. And it sounds like science fiction, doesn't it? And then the, the conference call that, that's what that I listened to, Willie Shoof call, he says that these people are not real. He said they're not human. We think that they're human. They are not human. I've been hearing this for over the last seven or eight years, that they are, the people who run the world are not human. And that's I've why heard, they're able to do what they're doing. And I've heard that as well, that they're not human. And for you to say that, though, it sounds far-fetched. What Donald Marshall was saying, he said that the uh, people of the world do not – uh, they have not revealed to the people of the world the true state of technology that is in existence. So when we talk yes. about cloning, that they have, they've been having yes. the ability to clone – that sounds far-fetched to you. Now, the thing that uh, Lindsey Williams said in his Secrets of the Elite video, which I found to be very true, he said that they always have to tell you the truth, and the outlet that they have chosen to tell you the truth is movies. He said, but one thing that they don't like to do is they don't like to put movies about extraterrestrials out, and in particular about reptilians. They don't like to put those type of movies out into the public. They don't want you to know. Now, they did a movie called V, uh, the visitors, right. uh, which t- which touched on it, but they, uh, they, but that's why I say you need to read this book, um, the uh, body snatchers. Uh, this woman, Susan Reed, she she was afraid for her life. She put out the book, and now she was found dead in a lagoon, I think in uh, the Caribbean somewhere. Her parents are saying that uh, somebody killed her. I think she wrote two books, but the first one is body snatchers. She's not a very good writer. You can tell she just wrote it herself, and but she mm-hmm. was just uh, outlining what their plan was, and their plan is population reduction. And, and this is like four or five years ago. This is not a book that was written uh, recently written. It was written a while back. And she said that, hey, their plan is that they and, – and see, they look like us, and that's what Donald Marshall was saying. He said the biggest secret that they are afraid to, uh, to let out to the world is the fact that um, – how they take over a human body, okay, uh, that they have some, uh, 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 like a long thing that protrudes out of, the, out of their forehead, and it goes through the optic nerve, and it, and it lays dormant for about 30 days, and then after 30 days, it awakens, and it takes over your consciousness. You look like the same exact person, but your conscious has been taken over by one of these reptilian alien idiots. 
COVID. And it might be the vaccination. I don't know. The I COVID that, but also um, they may be afraid to talk about the um, the aliens because and the reptilian because the the royal family is supposed to be reptilian. Well, that's what he was and, saying. He's uh, saying the Queen Elizabeth. He said, right. he, said all, he, he said he said all of them. He said all of them. All supposedly, of them. supposedly, supposedly, Princess Diana saw Queen Elizabeth um, transform into a reptilian. And it, yeah, you 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 see Fauci. You know who Fauci looked like to me. You know that creature from um, with the ring, the, with the Lord of the Rings, that little little creature with the long little fingers. He's real short. <laughs> Right, right, but I'm right. I'm serious. That when I see him, that's what I see. When I see him, he looks like that creature to me. Yeah, it's, that it's really. In, uh, there is a an interview with David Ike with, by a woman named Arizona Wilder. It is still on YouTube. I would highly suggest people. Now, see, this is what what's really interesting. Um, years ago, when they were doing all these interviews, all this stuff sounded far far fetched. But now people are beginning to wonder because it's like, why are these people pressing for people to take this vaccination? It has a 99% recovery rate. We don't know what's in it. They won't tell us what's in it. Um, You know, they're trying to force, they're trying to mandate that you take it or you can't work a job or be a part of their society, as the New York governor put it. Um, And, you know, it's just all this push and people are... People are uh, are boycotting all over the planet. They're not showing it on any of the news channels. They try to give you the impression that the majority of people have taken the vaccine to make you feel comfortable about it. I do not believe that. I do not believe the majority of people have taken this vaccine. Uh, But I think a lot of people have. But I think it's something that people, you need to do a little bit more research yourself, okay, and investigation into this. Because my understanding within the next six months to a year is when we're going to really find out the results of this vaccine. And it's not really a vaccine from what I'm hearing. Yes. It doesn't even fit the gene description of vaccine. Yeah. Well, gene cha- do, you know that they changed, do you know that they changed the definition of the vaccine three times already? The last time was a few months ago. Why are you changing the definition of a vaccination right, to to support what you want to call the the COVID shot, it's a shot. And not but to the, mention, you know, the interesting... not to mention the fact they're making trillions of dollars on it. It's not like there's some sort of no no, no sort of uh, pecuniary <laughs> interest in this. People are making trillions of dollars off of this. You don't yeah, think that's motivation enough? Well, well, you know, the 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 most troubling thing about this whole thing is that for each person that's that's diagnosed. They they get like nine thousand dollars for each person that's ventilated. They get thirty nine thousand dollars. Now, I came across some information recently. You know, if you get being admitted into the hospital, how they want you to do the e form on the computer. Don't do the e form. You must have them give you a hard copy because of the e form. It says if you have not been vaccinated, we have the right to vaccinate you. And if you come down with COVID, we have the right to ventilate you. And the ventilators is what's killing people. Yes, that's what I heard too. Um, wait a minute, who, so I'm who not said going nowhere near hospital. Hmm? Yeah, I, I try to tell people stay out of those hospitals. Stay out of those so, hospitals, you know. And the most troubling thing about this is that ivermectin is curing people of COVID, and they took it off the United States market. I know people in the medical profession, and they cannot get it anywhere. You cannot get a prescription for ivermectin in the United States. 
because it cures cancer. Excuse me, it cures the COVID symptoms. And also, there's a medication I can't remember. I got to look at my notes. There's a medication that they've been giving all COVID patients that give you the symptoms that they describe as COVID. So they're killing people. They're killing people. There's also, I just recently found out on Amazon, they're removing a lot of the immune-boosting supplements. You know, like echinacea Mm -hmm. is a blood purifier. And this is something I want to think about. I'm thinking about. Everybody says that there's no, you know, when you take this, it's not reversible. Uh, Here's my thing. I am a student of natural law. And one of the Mm -hmm. uh, seven principles of natural law is polarity. And... I do not believe there is such a thing as something that cannot be cured. Okay. It cannot be cured. It may not can be cured with a pharmaceutical drug, but there is no such thing as as something that cannot be cured. A thing is unbound the way it is bound. So in other words, is you reverse the polarity on it and um, fasting is what's really interesting is I'm not hearing anyone discuss this is that the human body is 75% water. Even the cells mm-hmm. are 99% water. The only way to, to purify your body down to the cellular level is to take a water fast, a water fast. Okay, now, there's a reason that uh, in, in ancient antiquity they did 40-day water fast because uh, that, in my opinion, from all the research I've conducted, is the length of time it takes to, compu- uh, to completely recycle all of the um, – uh, dirty water out of your body and put in new. Now, if you don't think there's dirty water in your body, then simply do a three-day water fast and then pay attention to your urine. Go and take a, a, a sample of your urine. After you urinate, it's going to be real, real dark. You're going to be drinking. You drink a gallon of water, and on the third, you can be drinking a gallon of water every day for three days, and on the third day, your urine is going to be extremely dark, almost brown, Take that and go have it analyzed and see everything that is in your urine. This is all you have to do. You know, you don't have to believe what people are saying. You can just start experimenting on yourself. And I really believe this, too. I think that a lot of the sicknesses that people are encountering is from a lack of drinking enough water, too. Dehydration. I've, I've, I've experimented with myself. It's like we don't drink enough water. The water, you need to purify yourself, especially at night before you go to bed. Drink you enough water. Water is the most, water is the great separator. It separates the pure from the unpure. It's the and great it will separator. Also, it will also send the blood out so you don't have to worry about having heart attacks and strokes. And it will keep you from having high blood pressure. Drinking yeah. half your body with water. I just wanted to say one more thing. One of my friends, her, her brother had a kidney transport uh, plant like six years ago. And for some reason, he decided to have a vaccine. Within three days, he was in the hospital and his system was shutting down. And within three weeks, he was dead. Um, my notary in New Jersey, his brother-in-law was a pilot. He said they spoke about, and you know him because your name came up when I had him notarize something. Fenty, you know Fenty? Out of New Jersey. What was his um, name? Fenty. His wife's okay. name is Crystal. Yeah, I think um, I, I think her brother. Her, her brother was was a pilot. Fenty said that he spoke to his brother-in-law about not getting a vaccination, and because of the things 
that he was aware of what it does to the body. And his brother said, oh, no, man, I'm not going to get it. He got that vaccination. That man is dead. He flew, and he got blood clots all in his body. Yeah, it says creating blood so, clots, and, and there are people who have. So, uh, go ahead. So my, rel- my relative patients, elderly patients who are on blood thinners, none of them, all of them who came down with COVID didn't get blood clots because of the because of the blood thinners that they were on. Uh, I have it written down what she said. There's one that would make you bleed out, but there are other ones that won't. So, um, you know, vitamin C thins the blood out. We take it at night before we go to bed. It stops you from having a heart attack or a stroke in your sleep. So we just have to, you know, believe in our natural health. Keep your body healthy. You get you some vitamin C, vitamin D3, some um colloidal silver, which is really, really good. Um, Ivermectin, because you can't get that. Some um, uh, zinc picolinate, zinc picolinates stops uh, viruses from replicating in the body. So you get those, and, and there's other things you can get, but as long as, elderberry, as long as you have like three to four things and you're taking that and you're keeping your body clean, whatever you come down with, your mm-hmm. body will be strong enough to fight it. And they're not talking about natural immunity and building your immune system. And if you stay in the sun for uh, 30, 30 minutes a day, you get 10,000 ICUs of vitamin D3. So the sun is, is what, what keeps us healthy too. Wow. Thank wow. you for letting me share. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I appreciate oh, oh, oh. that. Do you take you are you are you giving um trust classes? Uh, yes, I am. Um uh uh Monday through Thursday at sbcuniversity.com. Uh we're doing trust classes this week. Uh next uh well this week we were doing secure party. Next week we're switching back to trust. I decided to do a radio show. And field questions tonight. I just wanted to do okay. something a little different. Um, so you know, everybody, this is like a class y'all can sit on, but you can ask whatever questions you want to ask tonight. But I want to take the I want to take the trust. I don't really have any because uh, let me tell you, I've been looking at my notes. My I, I'm a UCSL uh, student. I've been looking at my notes, and you you know your stuff. Matter of fact, um, I was talking to. Um, I'm on the, uh, a Friday call, and two of the people on the call they met on your um, trust class. They were like, "You need to go on Yusuf's class and take the trust class because it's not something I'm really like that familiar with. It's not one of my my. Uh, it's not one of the things that I shine in. You know, one of the subject matters. So I have to like do a little more work with it. But um, they met on your trust class, and they said it was real good too. Uh yeah. Well, I, so I, I, I like to think, I like to think that it is. Uh, I just try to um. You know, I just try to make the class interesting, um, you know, just try to make it interesting and, uh, you know, just give you information, you know. <laughs> but thank you, you know, for that. Yusuf, I want to say one more thing before we get off the phone. One of the things I learned from you is that you always said that everything is a contract, either is expressed or implied. When my daughter was still in elementary school, her school changed over to um, – I forget what this pay, this a, a, a different payment system where you had to log on and all this stuff, and so I didn't do it because I didn't want to do it. So they, I, I just kept paying her months by by check. So this particular program, Smart Tuition, they kept sending me emails asking, telling me that I owed them money, and I'm like, 
I never contracted with you. I did not sign any contract. I did not agree to this, and I remember that from you. And so it took me like almost two years to get this situation resolved. I kept asking them, can you give me an itemized receipt? They didn't want to give me an itemized receipt because the receipt would have showed a $50 registration, which I didn't register for, <laughs> and some other fees that I did not agree to. So as a result of you constantly saying everything is a contract, I knew that because I had not agreed to make that change with them, and then they was cashing the checks for her lunch, that I wasn't under contract with them. And they finally told me that the bill was paid in full. <laughs> wow. So thank you. Thank you. Well, everything, it worked. Everything, it worked. If, you, if, if you think about it, everything is a contract. Um, they can't do um, – how can I say this? Um, there's public and private. Look, y'all, y'all, this is what mm-hmm. this is what a lot of people don't understand. The law breaks down into into like like the the basic um natural law principle of polarity. There's a public side and a private side. And what most people don't understand is that when you hear the word public, it's really just a synonym for government. You know, like public schools funded by government, public health care, public welfare. Whatever this word you hear is public. It really means that the government is involved in it in some kind of way, and they're regulating it. The word private means absence of government. The government doesn't have anything to do with it. So the American people are private citizens. They are not in the public. They, when you hear this word on the news, well, the general public and things like that, that's not really you. That's the government, okay? You're a private citizen unless you work for the government. Now, if you have this designation, U.S. citizen, you can be considered some sort of employee of this federal government because a U.S. citizen came into existence after the 14th Amendment. There's actually a case that you can read called Susan B. Anthony versus the United States. Uh, that case is available at SBC University if you want to read it, where this judge educates you on this status of U.S. citizen. Now, U.S. citizen is a federal citizenship. Now, this is what's giving people the impression, like I'm hearing um, – uh, Dorshowitz, I think his name Alan Dorshowitz, you know, he came on in the public and said, well, we can force you to take a vaccination. And I'm wondering, well, how can they force you to take a vaccination? Well, their contention is, number one, that it is, um, you know, it's a, a compelling public interest. Whenever anything in the private starts to uh, threaten the public, then the government has the right to come into the public and to correct it. Okay. I, you know, I'm, I don't understand that because there are fundamental rights. You have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These are fundamental rights that nobody can encroach on. But I think that what they're saying additionally is this designation of U.S. citizen because I did see somebody fact check me on my Instagram page where they said they couldn't. And they said uh, U.S. citizens can be forced to take vaccinations. And they put it on my phone. My fact, a fact checker said that, put that on it. Nobody caught that. U.S. citizen portion of it. So that is something I think that all my listeners, they need to take into careful consideration, and you need to say, okay, well, what is a U.S. citizen? The next time someone asks you, well, why are you asking me am I a U.S. citizen? Okay, in court, I've heard judges ask defendants that, are you a U.S. citizen? And your response to that question should be, um, could you please define U.S. citizen for me and then uh, direct me where I may find the published uh, 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 definition of that in the record so I can find it for myself. Because you are un- operating under some sort of presumption 
that you know what that designation means. When that's a federal citizenship, it brings you within the compass of the corporate United States, which is in that 10-mile square in Washington, D.C., under Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution. And this is very important for people to understand, because what is at stake is your privacy, okay, your private rights. Those are your rights. You don't have constitutional rights. Stop saying that. The Constitution doesn't give you any rights. The Constitution protects your rights. Under the Constitution, you have civil rights. If you are within the government, you operate with the government in some kind of capacity. But if you're not associated with the government, you have private rights, God-given rights. The creator of the boundless universe gave you those rights. You don't need to get a marriage license to get uh, married. Since when marriage is a contract? Go Go on Google right now and put in marriage contract and then go to Google Images and look at all the different marriage contracts there are. There are Christian marriage contracts. There are Jewish marriage contracts. There are uh, uh, Muslim uh, uh, marriage contracts. Marriage is a contract, okay? It is a contract. It is an agreement between you and, uh, and your partner, okay? The government is not. Now, there is a very good article. Uh, in, um, it's, um, it was in the Arizona, Mar- Maricopa County in Arizona where a gentleman, he went into uh, and, and, and asked him the question about the marriage license. And it was very, very interesting what they had to say, that the marriage license is secular. It has nothing to do at all with your religious beliefs. And essentially what it is is it's allowing the government to become a third party in your union. And they're looking at your marriage as some sort of business entity. Okay? So you need to start paying attention to this, especially in light of the fact of uh, Child Protective Services. We had somebody yesterday talking about that. And you have to ask yourself the question, well, how are these people – coming in and taking my children. And this is not a government agency. They call themselves Child Protective Services. It's a service. Okay, did I request this service? How did I, you know, how, did, how, did, how am I, you know, a subject to this particular service? How is this service being forced upon me and my family? Just something. And, and you can see, it, and that slow encroachment has been happening over time. It started with <coughs> um, preventing you from disciplining your children even though in the Bible it says don't, uh, you know, t- uh, foolishness is tied up in the heart of a child and only a rod can, I think it's something to that effect. But, you know, this is your religious beliefs, your Christian beliefs are being totally, totally ignored. Okay? And that's what's happening. You need to listen to this because the country was built on, the laws in this country are derived from the Bible and Blackstone Commentaries. The Bible and Blackstone commentaries. That's what that that is what the, the this rests on. Now, this religious exemption that a lot of people are uh, talking about. Okay, I think that a lot of people are getting denied the religious exemption because when they get questioned about it, they don't know how to put the uh, the verses from the Bible that support their decision not to take this vaccination. From my experience, these people do not like to go against the words in the Bible. They don't like to go against the words in the Bible, but you need to know this Bible in order to demonstrate that you're not a heathen and that you indeed do have some sort of uh, uh, some covenant with the creator of the boundless universe. A covenant is a contract. They made a clause in the Constitution that they cannot infringe on contracts, the contract clause, as well as the fact that there's a separation of church and state. But you have to understand these things. If you want a religious exemption, you can't look like you just pulled it out of your ass at the last minute, and you haven't been practicing your faith 
in the last 15 or 20 years. And you can't, you, you haven't even opened the Bible up. So these are things that I think, I, don't, I can't say for, for certain, but these are some things that I think that people need to consider. My very first uh, guest on high-frequency radio was a Hebrew Israelite who had been locked up for almost two years for squatting in a, in a house. And he finally went to trial, and he actually won the trial because during the trial, every time they asked him a question, he gave them the property laws that come from the Bible. Every answer that he had came from the Bible. And he won. What was his name? I forgot his name. I'm going to look it up. That was seven years ago. But he was my very first guest. I think I got got a... um, I have all of my archives of my shows are on SPC University, every last one. I have to look it up and go through those archives. I'm going to see if I can find it and uh, play it for y'all and uh, upload it back. I, I took down a lot of shows off of SPC University, and I, but I did save them, and I put them on my website in the archive section of my website. But that was a very interesting um, interview with that individual, and that has been my experience. Uh, in life that, you know, God said, you know, if God is with you, who can be against you? And that's a, there's a principle involved in that, and that is the understanding that fear and doubt are decisions. That's a voluntary decision. Being afraid is a choice. Being afraid is a choice. You're, you're exercising a choice. You're allowing yourself to be afraid. So that's something, you know, I just want to put out there, people to understand, you know, hey. Thank you. Anyway, I know that was my long diatribe. Anyway, thank you, sister. Let me move on. All right? Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. In a little while, y'all, I'm going to put on this uh, this audio of this doctor. It's a really interesting audio. We'll play it in a little bit. I'm queuing it up for you right now. But for right now, we're going to move on. Let's go to 470-3326. And, you know, if you want to get in the queue, push one on your phone. If you're on the line and you want to talk to the host, hit number one on your phone. Okay? And 470-3326. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Um, Yeah, I I wanted to get your take since we're talking about this vaccine thing. Um, And, um... Have you heard, well, a two-part question. One, have you heard about, like, the the shedding of the vaccine? Like, there's some shedding involved where, like, uh, even if you're uh, near someone who has the vaccine, that it could potentially shed. Are you aware of anything to that to that effect? I've heard of that. Uh, yes, I have heard of that. I, you know, I, 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 and there are some people because of that, um, there are individuals who do not want to, you know, down there in Florida, uh, they had a private school down there that they didn't let people who come to work who actually took the vaccine. It was on, go, go on Google. You'll find it on uh, YouTube. And I think that they uh, were able to challenge them because that private school made one mistake, and they, they were recipients of the PPP loan. And that's what I'm trying to tell people. People aren't paying attention how this is happening at the same time. You know, there's this big push for all these different genders, uh, uh, there's a big push for you to take a vaccine. 
Um, they were giving you PPP loans. Well, there's the method to the madness. Well, okay, a lot of people say, oh, they're going to forgive the loan. It's free money. Okay, there's nothing free in, in the universe. The universe abhors a vacuum. For you to get something free, that means you left something empty somewhere else. Everything in the universe works off an exchange. You have to give in order to receive. So the question you need to be asking yourself, what did you give in exchange for receiving those PPP checks? And I'll tell you straight up what it is. It is um, giving the federal government the authority to regulate you. Mm. I'm just saying. I want you to think about that. Go and do your research. Don't believe nothing I'm saying. Go and do your research and see whether or not I'm telling the truth about, um, especially what that school that happened in, uh, but what happened in that school in um, in um, in uh, Florida. It's a private school in Florida. So, what would you say to someone who who may have got the PPP loan? Like, how? What would you recommend? they do in regards to getting out of a situation like that? That is a a very good question. Um, Okay. Well, I would, first of all, I would tell them to um, basically uh, sign some affidavit that they they took it without full disclosure of all material facts and any type of contract that they've been engaged in is void amnesio. Because they did not give you full disclosure. That's, and that's the same thing with the driver's license, uh, the social security card, anything. You know, you weren't giving full uh, disclosure of all material facts uh, surrounding uh, the result of you engaging in that activity. Even though I think people, you know, they should be uh, by now, you know, understand it. Hey, look, ain't nothing fair. Ain't nothing uh, free. Ain't nothing free. You know, get this out of your mind. There's nothing free. No, there's nothing free. If somebody's offering you something for free, your antenna should go up. It really should. Your antenna should go up. There's nothing free. But I would say start with, um, start with, uh, uh, basically putting together some sort of affidavit attesting to the fact that you were not apprised of all the material facts as it relates to being a recipient um, of the PPP loans or whatever, you know. Okay. Okay. And then my my follow up question in regards to the shedding of the uh, the vaccine and whatnot. Uh, how do you think that may tie into like potentially like having sex with someone who who may have been vaccinated and you're not oh, vaccinated? Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got, I got a homeboy right, uh, and uh, he's dating this girl. He really, really, really liked this girl, and uh, he know about this shedding that you're talking about. You know about this shedding that you're talking about. And um uh <laughs> she went and took the vaccine. Now he don't want to take it anymore. <laughs> you know, you know, so I don't I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um I don't I know there are people out there who've taken the vaccine. All I can say is do your research. I've not done enough research on that particular question to really answer it authoritatively, but I mm-hmm. have heard of it. Yes, I have heard of that. But I haven't been able to uh, research it and get a, a definitive answer as to, you know, the truth of that or not. But, I mean, I would just say I just think people, you, you should just wait, man. Let, I mean, there's nothing, going, there's nothing wrong with waiting this out and seeing, you know, what's, ha- what's going to happen. Just wait. Let's wait and right. see what happens. 
because there's so much that they're not, uh, you know, like you said, there's so much information they're not releasing yet. I could see something like that popping up three years from now saying, oh, yeah, well, also we're finding studies that show that, any, you know, people who've had sex with people who have the vaccine has also, you know, uh had got shedded DNA or so I, I could I could imagine something like that potentially uh coming out later. Um and I did want to say this too. Um I sent you an email um and it's a Facebook link, but the link has a video of what that lady, the last lady that was on was talking about. That scientist lady when she was talking about that putting that um microscope on the um one of the vaccines like 400 um magnification and and put light on it and saw it, was, it looks like a tarantula like that i sent you an email um it's the jones martin email that's the uh email that has that that link on there that's going to show you the video of everything they're talking about oh so my god I, I should that to you once again i want to remind everyone to Get Susan Reed's book. The um, It's on uh, SBC University website, the PDF of it. You can find it on the Internet. Susan Reed, Body Snatchers. And go in there and listen to what this lady was saying. I don't even know how that book came to me. I don't know how. It's almost like sometimes things come to me. It seems like it's divine. And I read the book. And in there, they just she's talking to this alien and or this reptilian. Uh, and he's saying that they do plan to depopulate the planet. And, and they want you, this is one thing that really stood out. They want you to feel like the world is a shithole. This is what he said, that they want you to feel like the planet is a shitty place to be. Okay. And that's why all the negativity constantly is being broadcast to you. You really should go and watch that movie. They live too. They live. And cause that, that, that it fits so much into that movie. They live. But he says that we want you to feel like the planet is negative. And he even went as far as to say that there's going to be so many dead bodies on the planet that they were going to have to go off world for about 10 years, you know, because dead bodies can, you can die being too close to a dead body, but it's going to be, be so many dead bodies that they're going to have to go off planet for a while. And then they're going to come back, but they feel like they, they are the true owners of the planet. Um, uh, Donald Marshall say they are not from outer space. They have been here forever. They've been always been here. They've been talked about in all civilizations. Um, go and listen to David Icke. All this stuff that y'all think is conspiracy theory, you better start going investigating it and start lending some credence to it now and stop writing off things just because you don't hear it on CNN. Mm-hmm. CNN and all the major news works, they are a joke. You're not going to get any real information. They are censoring the information. You are not getting uh, a, a, a balanced uh, report on information. You know, you're just only getting one side. You're not getting the other side. And, let's, and these are not kooks. These are not conspiracy theorists. These are reputable individuals, people who work in the government, doctors, scientists, people of that, of that ilk, okay? Those are the individuals that are get, putting out this information to you, but you're not receiving it because the only way you're going to get it through social media is through a DM. If you try to post it on a, on a, on a news feed or something on social media, they're going to either take down your channel, take down the video, give you a warning, give you a strike. I mean, when I had the Pizzagate video up, which is so compelling to me, I couldn't understand what people were saying that that was some sort of 
conspiracy theory after you watched that video. It was alarming. Do you remember when all this jumped off, we were talking about the child pedophiles, okay, and this, and this uh, substance that they are getting from children, okay? This is what Arizona Wilder was talking about, too, years ago. Okay, there are individuals who have, or have been talking about this for a very long time. And it was in it, and all of a sudden they were trying to arrest all the people on the planet. Next thing you know, they had COVID. They they hit you with this vaccine and told y'all to put on masks and stay away from each other. And we all got everybody who had a YouTube page, myself included. I, I was smart enough to take mine down before it happened. But they looked on everybody's YouTube page, and if you had any of those videos on your YouTube, they didn't even give you a warning. They just took down your page. They eventually took down mine anyway. I had like 85,000, and how they took down mine, they just went through all my videos and gave me strikes on videos, videos I'd had on my uh, YouTube page for years, and just went through and just gave me strikes, no explanation. I said, what's wrong with this video? No explanation. Within two days, gave me three strikes on three different videos, videos that have been up forever, and said that they violated their terms of service and didn't tell me how they violated them and took down my uh, website. Let me tell you something, okay? You need to look at the people who are own, who are the owners of YouTube, okay? They are all of the same nationality, okay? The owners of the owners. Uh, their names are what are the owners of YouTube? Uh, owners of they the people on Google. Two guys. Their name Larry Page and Sergey Brin. I think Larry is is Jewish. The CEO of uh, of YouTube is Susan. What's her name? Waz Waziki. She's Jewish. The head of the CDC, the CDC director Rochelle Walensky. She's Jewish. Um, the Secretary of Treasury. Your attorney general, the head of the um, uh, uh, Democratic majority. Uh, do I need to kick off? Island Dershowitz, uh, Weinstein. Weinstein. Uh, do I need to keep going on? Uh, you listen, y'all. You pay attention to what's going on. Uh, and you need to go and listen to these other people. And Shushant. Okay, she was the director of the CDC back when everybody was trying to say that the vaccine was causing a, uh, a uh, I forgot what the name of it is, in children. I'm trying to figure out what kind of syndrome it was creating. And she got out and said, no, it doesn't. She's Jewish. Everybody who's telling you to take the vaccine, pay attention. A owner of Facebook and Instagram. All the people who are censoring you just happen to be of the same nationality. Uh, I ain't even know that. I know people aren't paying attention to it. They're not paying attention to it. And this is something that cannot be denied. I'm not being racist. This is something you can go and verify for yourself. Just get the name of these people, go to Google, and put comma Jew after their name and do a search and then you, you'll find it either on Wikipedia or something and look through there and you're going to see it will give you their genealogy where they come from their parents and 
of that nature. And you're going to see it for yourself. I'm telling you, they took over. Now, I went back just recently and listened to the audio of the interview with James Wickstrom with Rabbi Finkelstein. And he said that, he said, we got enough people in position now. He said, we're going to run. We ran America in the ground. We've gotten all we could get from it. We're going to move over. We get cheap, cheaper labor in another country. He said, we introduced feminism into this country to destroy your family. He said, all of you men out there, he said, y'all punks and weak and, and, and afraid. So now you're carrying purses. You're letting your women go to war for you and hold a gun while you're sitting at home uh, taking care of the children. Somebody got to come and, you know, I hate to be the one to say this. What's obvious to people, you obviously can see what's going on. You see what's going on. Who owns the music industry? Who owns the pornography industry? Who owns all six news stations except for Fox News, which is Rupert Murdoch, and his family is Jewish, one of his family members? Uh, hey, who is the who are the people who are bringing in the New World Order? Has anyone read the protocols of the learned of the design? Go on Google right now, and the FBI tweeted out the protocols of the learned of the design. They tweeted it out, and they apologized, but I knew what the FBI was doing. They did it on purpose. They wanted the American people to read that document. If you go to the FBI website, the FBI vault on the protocols of the learned other design, you need to read that entire document because that's what they wanted you to read because who is the person who tweeted it out? And they're going to call it a hoax, but when you read it, everything that's happening is in that document, so I is it a hoax? Yeah. Protocol number 19 talks about the court system. I'll get into a discussion on that. We're going to do a we're going to do a discussion on the protocols one day in the silent weapons for quiet wars. How they are how they are de- are redacting all of that from uh, William Cooper's book, Behold a Pale Horse. They're taking it out. The story of Jonathan May been removed. Protocols of learned elders design been removed. Y'all don't know all this is going on. They slowly just everything off the internet that you can do research on they're removing it just like all of the pictures of the reptilians in antiquity they removed it off all the walls they don't want you to know about them but there's statutes in every civilization all over the planet i went to hawaii and something my intuition as i was looking at those gods that they have over there in hawaii that look like monsters and i said you know what that's not that's not coming from somebody's figment of somebody's imagination. You know, that's what they do. They they say, well, this is mythology. Who says it's mythology? These people didn't have myths. That's something you created up. They they did they didn't engage in that. The Egyptians, you think the Egyptians engaged in mythology? The Egyptians have they can't even uh, duplicate their architecture, all your science, all your astrology, all your astronomy. Everything is coming from that the center. It's the fount of all this wisdom all over the planet. But when it comes to their religion, all of a sudden they're ignorant brutes who believe in mythology. That don't even make any sense. Everything else, every other aspect of their civilization is high level. And something happened on the planet because all of the civilizations just disappeared at the same time. 
Y'all better wake up and stop thinking that you live in that, that all this stuff in the movies is just a movie and it can't happen to you. Truth is stranger than fiction. Go ahead, my brother. Man, so, like, I'm, I'm new to your channel. I just started tuning in, like, a few weeks ago. And so for somebody like me who's new, like, what what kind of uh, and and maybe maybe you have this on your website I don't know because I'm new um, but like what what um, what like where do I start what blueprint what is there a blueprint that I can follow in regards to like catching up and like you know I, I've been I did start paying for this course to learn consumer law I, I've been kind of ever since I've been re- listening to some of your videos interested in learning like consumer law and just a whole bunch of different things but as you know there's there's so much knowledge to be gained um where like what where do i see where what what do you recommend the the very first thing i would recommend you do i got two videos on my youtube page all right okay to give them to you right now okay Okay. i'm giving to you right now the first one is called do you under do you really understand the private side do you really? Because if you don't know the difference between public and private, none of the other information I teach is going to make sense to you. Do you really understand the private side? I'm going to put the link in the chat. Okay. I'm going to put it in the chat. Where is my chat? Y'all can get it. It's in the chat. There's a link to it. And another video that I suggest people uh, watch is a video called How I uh, How I Started. Nice. And it gives a look, list of books. I'm going to put that in the chat as well. How I Started. Now, these two videos, I kind of created for the newbie, not kind of, I did. I created it for the newbie with the newbie in mind because I get that question a lot. Let me put this in there. I started. I put, I put the links in the, in the chat. You really understand the private side and how I started. How I started is a video that has all the documents that I started reading about. And, uh, how, and I can only really tell you how I started. The very first document that I ever read about any of this information is a document called Creditors and Their Bonds, and it's about the hidden court, uh, the hidden court procedure, because I was involved in a criminal case, and that's where my primary interest is. Uh, one thing about it with this particular information is people are introduced to it usually because they're involved in some sort of problem that they're having, and that could be um, uh, 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 um, child support. Uh, child protective services, a foreclosure, an arrest for a very serious charge, some sort of felony arrest, something like that. That's usually how people are introduced to this information. So the doorway that everybody comes into is different. It's really different. However, they all kind of meet at the same place. It usually involves them trying to discharge some sort of debt because the nature of the system is commercial in nature, and this is the way that they're making money. They're making money by putting liens against estates for various things. Well, anyway, um, I started reading that document, but as I've gone on over the years and read so many different things, I found that the, 
the most the most the first thing that everybody should learn is the difference between public and private. Now, all law is derived from God's law or natural law. People have to understand this word God is not in the Bible. All right. It's not in the Bible. Okay. You got to just just accept it. It's a made-up word. comes from Germ- the Germans. German language didn't exist until around 750 A.D. It comes from the word gut, meaning good. And so you take an O away from good, you get God, and add a D to evil, you get devil. Your concepts of good and evil, okay, turns into God and the devil. Okay, but these words are not in the original languages. Okay? Elohim, Elohim, um, you know, words like that. You know, shaitan, um, iblis, uh, you know, words like that. These are words, you know, adversary. They have meanings, too. These all these different words. All right, so, but it's the principles that you should pay attention to because God's laws are immutable. Okay, these are immutable laws, meaning that they are not subject to change and they are not a respect to a person. The only thing that can be real is something that doesn't change. And so that is why God is always looked at as the only thing that is real, because what do you Christians say? God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's changeless. The reason God is changeless, because there's no other force that can work change against God. That would mean that there's another force outside of God. So there's nothing that can work change on God. When we're talking about God and laws, these immutable laws is what you have to put your faith in because they're stable. You can depend on them. They are the very same laws that people were using 6,000 years ago. They are dependable. It is the reason an airplane can fly in the air and a battleship can float in the ocean. Because these law of the laws of cause and effect, cause and effect give order to the universe. So these principles you start out with first. You got to understand that natural law is where you start your study. The principles and those principles are mentalism. Everything is mental. Everything begins with the mind. And then you have correspondence. Okay, as above, so below. And what that is talked about, as above, so below, is the above is the mental plane. Below is the physical plane. When you look at the physical plane, everything in existence existed in the mental plane first. Nothing comes into existence until the mind creates it, until it's a thought, until there's some sort of thought. So you can always look at the condition of a person, especially if they're poor, you can know what their thoughts, they have poor thoughts. Mm. So if they want to change their condition, they need to change their thoughts. Because of, which is their mental they have a poor, like Robert Kiyosaki said it beautifully. He said, poor, he said, a broke is temporary, poor is forever. A wealthy-minded person can lose everything and get it back. A poor person can get $100 million and lose all of it. So broke is temporary, poor is forever. So uh, uh, that is the law of correspondence, as above, so below. A man, as a man thinketh, so is he. That is the law of correspondence. The next one is vibration. Everything in creation is vibrating. Everything has a name because the name is nothing but a vibratory signature. As a matter of fact, one of my very first names that I was going to call my radio show was the vibratory. But I had a dream the very next night, and I and it said, call it high frequency. Because mm. everything is a frequency. The high frequency, God is a high frequency. 
on the physical plane is a very slow frequency. It's like when you turn a wheel. When you turn a wheel, you go, or a top. When you spin it, it goes, the sound goes from low to real high to a high pitch. And if you keep spinning it real fast, you no longer hear the sound anymore. And then it goes through the electromagnetic spectrum, everything from infrared up until ultraviolet, and then on through the electromagnetic spectrum. Light and sound are reciprocals of each other. Everything is a vibratory force and begins. That's why in all of your books, creation begins with God said, even in your Quran, kum kum, be and exist. Let there be light. Vibration, your mind, your creator. People get mad at me when I say peace to the gods, but all of you are wearing this badge L, and the word L means God. Mike L, who dares to be like God. Dan L, God is my judge. These are names. These are sentences. Even Superman, everything in the Superman franchise, they named in with L. Son of Jor-El. Ka-El. They're gods. And y'all do know that mm-hmm. Superman was created by Jews. Just about all the Marvel comics. We're kidding about Jewish people. But in particular, Superman. That's why all their names end in L, because these are Hebrew names. Or the names of angels, shall I say, or gods. All right? Mm. So, so, so when you start putting this together, even your book of Eli with Denzel Washington, that's, the book, that's, that's called the book of God, because Eli is, a, is how they interpreted God in Matthew 27, 46. And I'm going all through all of this, because it's very important for you to understand that you have to rest everything on your faith, okay? All this sovereignty talk, okay? All of this is a recognition of God in you. Like it says in Luke 17, 21, look, you need to hear it there, but the kingdom of God is in you. Know thyself and to thyself be true, the oracle of Delphi. You have to be with, with some sort of internal circumspection of your thoughts. And one very good exercise to do is to be, uh, you have to be, uh, like in any initiation, what they do when they initiate you, they do an assessment of your character. You have to see the character flaws, so you need to sit down and write on a piece of paper all of your character flaws. Okay, are you impatient? Do you like to eat a lot? Do you, you know, are, do, are you angered easily? Are you jealous? You have hatred, it just whatever, whatever in your character, each one of those emotions have a polar opposite because everything has two sides, hate, love, really the opposite of love is indifference, but hot, cold, up, down, you know, if you're impatient, patience, find, write those down. And then on the other side of the paper, write down the polar opposites. And that is how you draft your affirmation. You start by addressing the defects in your character. This is how you learn to live honorably. Uh, it's you start with you. And the first thing that you have to do is start taking being accountable to you and stop having a victim mentality. This is why they are perpetuating that on the Democratic side, okay, because they want you to be dependents. They want you dependent on government. So they keep claiming you're a victim. They keep pushing racism, hatred, all of these different things as if government can come and solve these woes. And their solution, and they're going to end up being thought police. 
because the Supreme Court ruled a long time ago that you can't get rid of racism. Okay, the 14th Amendment, the Equal Protection Clause, only protects you against racism if it is something involving the government, like in public, anything in the public. They cannot, uh, they cannot regulate uh, uh, discrimination in the private. A person, it's called the, uh, it's called the freedom of association. People are free to associate whoever they want to as long as you don't have the government involved in it. If the government is not funding it, you can do whatever you want. This is why you can have uh, like the Augusta Golf Association with only men there. This is why you could have a Ku Klux Klan organization or a Black Panther organization. Because it's called freedom of association. As long as you're not getting government funded for it, you can do whatever you want to do. If you want to discriminate, you can. All right, so that's number one. We, want, we have to understand that all law rests on God's law. The next thing we're going to get to is positive law, which is man-made law. Man-made law is a subset of God's law. If a law is not created in harmony with God's law, it's no law at all. This is why kings say that they have a divine right of rulership, because they are saying that they derive that authority from the creator of the boundless universe. But some of them just give lip service to it. But a true king like Solomon in your Bible was one of the wisest men that ever lived on the planet. He got his authority from the creator of the boundless universe. So all law has to be in accord or in some sort of harmony with God's law. So it's called positive law. And that's, and if you take a t- piece of paper and you write God's law at the top, and under that you put positive law, which is man-made law, and then under positive law, I want you to branch it out into two sides. And on the left side, I want you to put substantive law. And on the right side, I want you to put um, procedural law. And then under procedural law, I want you to put remedial law. And then under substantive law, I want you to put public law and private law. And then under public law, I want you to put constitutional law, criminal law, administrative law, tax law, public international law. And then on the private side, I want you to put contract law, tort law, property law, family law, private international law, and so forth. It can be fleshed out a little bit more than that. That is like a basic skeleton of public and private. But it is enough for you to get an understanding of some things. Now, when you see this chart, now you begin to understand when people, when we say you are not a party to the Constitution. A Constitution forms government and it limits government. It is a limitation on their powers, okay? All the rest of these powers are reserved to the people. I, I did a video today called um, um, Chisholm versus Georgia, where James Wilson and, and John Jay gave a dissertation and explained to the, you to this very thoroughly that you are sovereigns. You're not sovereign citizens. You are sovereigns. But the Constitution is for the government. It's not for you. What you operate through on the private side is contract. You'll notice that contracts is under private law. And what I'm saying can be Googled right now on Google. Go to Wikipedia, put in public law and private law, and you read this for yourself. Private individuals use contracts for everything. This is why when you use a private trust, everything related to that trust is, is, is used with a contract. As a matter of fact, they call it a contractual business organization is one of the names of it. It uses contracts. So understand there's public and private. Once we get a thorough understanding of public and private, now we can begin to seek some sort of remedy. 
Now we can begin to understand on what side of the fence we need to be on. If you're in public, you're going to be under the regulatory authority of the government. The public is the government's domain. We delegated that authority to them. In particular, what they have under Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3 is the right to regulate commerce. It's called the Commerce Clause. And this is why you're seeing right now what they're putting vaccine mandates, but they're only putting them in at your job because they regulate all commercial activity on the plane, on the bus. You go into a store. Everything just business-related. They can't tell you to take a vaccine in the private. They can't tell you to take a vaccine when you're at home. But they think enough of you, especially Fauci, who's telling you, well, you should be wearing a mask if you're inside, even if you're vaccinated. You listen to this fool. They got you as scared to walk outside and breathe God's air. You are, you are a walking billboard for heathen activity. He said, I gave, you the, uh, I gave you the herbs of the field for your healing. You go back all the way to the Hippocratic Oath. And Hippocrates said the same thing. The Egyptians said the same thing. I read, they said 98% of all disease comes from food. I really believe that this, back, this, this disease that they're calling is something, has something to do, it's a composite of, uh, of different disparate uh, parts. Um, I think it's one part what they're putting uh, when they, uh, the stuff that they're putting in the air. I think it's one part that, I, I think it's one part processed foods. I think it's one part um, eating unclean meats. I think it's not just one thing. I think it is a collection of things that come together and can create a condition in the body that's fertile for things to pop up, such as viruses and things of this nature. And you need to go through some sort of purification process. How can you really do any kind of assessment on the, uh, uh, on the level of your health if you don't have a clean body to start with? You got to start with a clean body in order to see what's affecting you. So, you ask me how do you start? You start with what I just told you. You start by understanding that basic principles, because all methodology rests on basic principles. Master the principles first, and then we can start having discussions about methodology. Okay. Principles are few, methods are many. Uh, I appreciate that, man. And one last question, man. I appreciate everything you're doing. Um, is there a specific um, video that we can watch in regards to, like, the laws of God? Um, or, I mean, I, I did a video called God, 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 which one are you? I mean, okay. you, know, <laughs> you know, I did because, you know, people always talk about the big G, little G. Somebody on there is asking me about Admiralty. Admiralty is one of the jurisdictions under Article 3, under Article 3 courts. Supposed to be reserved to those courts, but Article 1 is exercising it. Article 1 is exercising a colorable admiralty jurisdiction. Fictions that fall under the Constitution. I just said the constitutional law is on the public side. So you're talking about admiralty jurisdiction. That fall falls under the Constitution. The, the Supreme Court justices are the defenders of private rights. That's what they do. They defend private rights. 
Understand that. That's why they say it's something unconstitutional or unconstitutional. Is it infringing on the fundamental right of a citizen? And I mean citizen with a capital C. Because you got citizen with a capital C, and you got citizen with a lowercase c. After the 14th Amendment, everywhere you see the word citizen in the Constitution, it's written with a lowercase c. Prior to the 14th Amendment, it's written with a capital C. Now, science, now law is a science. As a matter of fact, I just saw James Wilson in his, uh, uh, in his lectures to the University of Philadelphia in 1790 through 1792. Um, the first thing he told the students, because the student asked him, he said, this is a lot of law to learn. He said, you don't have to learn the law, learn the principles. Mm. Right. Because it's starting you, to seem more black and white now that you're breaking it down. It's, it's just once, you learn black the principles, once you learn the principles, the whole law library open up to you. You can read anything in there and understand it. Mm. You got to have the keys first. But, but, but if you don't have the keys, it seems confusing. But once you understand what uh, the principles, now you can read it. Every Supreme Court justice, there are seven principles that govern the Constitution. And every, uh, every Supreme Court justice Every Supreme Court justice, when you read their uh, their opinion, right, they go, they based in it off the seven principles of the Constitution. I'm going to put this in uh, in your uh, chat. It is republicanism, separation of powers, limited government, popular sovereignty, federalism, checks and balances, and individual rights. Those are the seven principles that the Constitution is based off of. So when you are reading a judicial opinion, one of those principles. It's being, even though it may not be expressly mentioned, the judge is basing his decision off one of those principles. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example, um, the political question doctrine. That is basically a subset of separation of powers. Separation of powers is definitely a very important principle of the Constitution that everybody in the general public should understand. Every, every citizen of the United States of America should understand the principles of the Constitution, in particular, separation of powers, especially if they want to get a firm understanding of their court system. The difference between an Article I court and an Article III court. So, with that being said, I hope that helps you, my brother. Come to yeah, class. Well, um, when is your next um, when is your next call? As, well, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do another. I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna get back on the radio. It's my first day back on the radio. You know, I did I did blog talk for like seven years. Then I went to YouTube, but I said, you know what? I'm going back to the radio. I'm going back home where it all started on the radio. So um, hopefully, I'm, I'm gonna put together a schedule. Probably gonna be in the daytime. Quite honestly. Um, you know, that's when I usually do most of my broadcast. It's probably going to be about mm-hmm. 11 a.m. I usually do it at 11 a.m. Because on the West Coast, I got a lot of people on the West Coast listen. So, you know, I try to do it around 11 or 12 o'clock, you know, so they can mm-hmm. be up, and you know, and they can listen in. Okay. Thank you so much, man. God bless you. I appreciate you. You're welcome, brother. You're welcome, my brother. All right. Now, keep going. Let's go. Gallivanting around. The United States of America. You listening to the hottest radio network on the planet. I mean that shit when I say that. I hope y'all don't think that's just some like some DJ type stuff or something I'm saying. You know, I mean that when I say that. I'm the hottest radio network on the planet. 
Okay, where are we going next? Hi, right, y'all. Let's go to got some people in West Virginia, 304-9945. West Virginia, you're, you're on the line. What's on your mind? Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. What's up, Yusuf? Hey, peace to the gods. What's happening, my brother? What's going on? What you got for me today? What's going on, man? Uh, brother, give me a second. Let me just calm down. Like, you're hitting the phone. Line. It's like playing a lottery. Like, oh, my God. You're going to pick my number? You know what I'm saying? But this, you know, I've been following you since 2013, and that's it, right? Um, right. Man, man you touched on a lot, brother. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to put out there that you put out the book. One thing, and you kept talking about the reptilians, right? Um, man, you had put on, you put everybody on with that Carl Muck. You remember that? You remember me? Yeah, Carl Muck, yeah. It's, uh, it's called The Code. It's on YouTube, The Code by Carl Muck. I believe he believe I, I believe he divert, uh, deserves the Nobel Prize for that. But I yeah Man, I do remember. People need to check him out. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. And I'm saying that to say because it's, it's my my question or my statement is gonna be in like five parts. So please forgive me. Uh, all right, go ahead. Carl Monk thing is gonna go. The Carl Monk thing is gonna go into the reptilians because it has to be an entity that that has to live past our lifetime. You understand what I'm saying? in order to keep that out of honesty alive for generations, you know, for thousands of years, if you understand what I'm saying. And if right. a certain uh, alien race can live long, I don't think they, they can live forever, but if they can live long, then they'll be able to, you know, control the outcome. No different how the elite want to live forever so they can have their wealth forever. Um, I forgot the, I forgot the name of that movie, man. When they had, they had sleeves in their body and they would switch out. I forgot the name of that movie, but something similar to that, right? But the call uh, is very interesting dealing with the reptilians. You were talking about consciousness. I don't know if you ever heard of an um, author called Roberta Rufio. No. No, I don't think I have. Okay. It, it, she, she wrote a book, and it's called The Cube. And she gets into consciousness. She gets into the cross. Uh, it gets into the tetragrammatron. It gets into um, the Rubik's Cube. How the cube is just the cross. Excuse me, the cross is a cube folded up, and vice versa. The cube is a cross that you can unfold. And the love is that you cross it. Vaccine and the boosters and what it does to your body. The first Hello? vaccine. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. So I want people to check that out. It's called the cube. Excuse me, it's called cube. C-U-B. Okay. And then her name is Roberta Rufail. And in there... She has diagrams. Um, she's done a lot of good research. But in there, she has Solomon's Temple. Now, I knew nothing about Solomon's Temple. I had to go back and, you know, uh, learn it or whatever, or study it. But in there, Solomon, the physical Solomon's Temple is, is uh, from a bird's eye point of view, the human body, the holies of the holies. And if you look at it, when you bring up the book and you look at the diagram, where they're, <laughs> where they're sticking people in the arm, it's called the priest's chamber. In, in the Solomon's Temple, it's actually sticking it right there, and then that gets into the biology of the human body and the corona artery that's in the neck. And I think people should check out. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to put that out there, brother, because you was bringing a lot of information on, and I'm glad you came on tonight. I seen the email, I jumped on, I got somebody online. I don't know if they're still listening or not. You know what I'm saying? I'm just glad you're bringing it back to the basics, brother, because at this present point in time, all the information you has been giving us from um, the Kabbalah. Uh, natural law hour, all that shit is coming into play now. Now people are taking shit seriously. 
on a spiritual they level. Um, the, they are. Nah, the reptilian level. Because now they can see um, clearly, and it's not a racial thing. It's a human thing. Like, people who want racism, and you know what's going on in Australia and all this other stuff. I really don't want to get political on the show. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you know, karma is paying her debt now to the people who have tried to do things to to God's creation, per se. You understand? And yes. it's, it's sad. I, I don't knock anybody for getting shot, but it's sad that, you know, people are still getting the shot without having a full understanding of what it is. And the other thing I want to talk to you about was um, you was right, the water fast. You heard of the duck flower? No, duck flower, no. What is oh, that? It's a detox. It's a flower that's um, down there with Dr. Sabi was at, and it's also in Jamaica. And there's people on YouTube. It's called the duck flower detox. You eat this flower within within the hour. You, it, it brings up every mucus in your body that that's in your body, and you can see it. And so people on YouTube, you know, doing it, but it's not really a, a, a good crave. Because as soon as you eat it, within an hour, you're gonna, um, you know, exclude all this mucus and stuff out of your body from both wow. your heavy meat for a heavy meat eater, and it looks like a, a a predator plant. It looks very nasty. But it does. You know, I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking at it right now. It looks nasty. <laughs> wow. It, it looks it looks alien, right? It looks alien. It looks like it's an alien, yeah. This is one lady on YouTube, a sister. I don't know where she's at. I don't really want to put a name out there, but when you put that in there, you'll see it. You know, she's just how do these people she, find she, even you? I, like, I'm, I'm trying to sit here wondering how somebody even knew to even use this plant. Because it it looks like a duck. I see what they call it, the duck, because it looks like a, you know, they got a, a picture of a duck what? next to it. But what it looks the, like the, an alien. The opening itself, right, the opening itself is looking nasty. Like, you got a, it's a mom fuck, you know what I'm saying? Wow. I'm going to check that out. It's called the duck flower. The duck flower, man, you just hit, you just hit me to something. I'm going to, I'm really going to look into that. And it brings up all the mucus in the body? All, all the mucus. And, like, uh, the one video is graphic, right? But she, you know, she just, you know, throws up in the bucket, but she shows you, like, what's in the bucket. Now, I don't know this lady died or anything. A lot of these people that you see doing it, you know, they're holistic people. So you can imagine where, like, a meat eater might have, you know, stuck in that, stuck in that colon. You understand? And I would tell yeah. people to do their research before they take it. Don't just take it and you have some, because there's a brother on there talking about he got hospitalized, don't eat it, and all this other shit. It's always somebody trying to deter you away from something that's positive. Just because you had a bad reaction don't mean, you know, the rest of the world. And the reason why I bring up the duck flower is because you were talking about the polarity of the vaccine. Because once again, it's a virus, huh? Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's something biological in the mucus of the body and it's dealing with health. So one would only say with the, with the water cleansing or the water diet, and if the cells are water and this is purifying your cells, like I said, the brother introduced me to that. I don't know if this is true or not, but he said, Dr. Sabi introduced it to people. I didn't see anything. Cause that's my first time seeing it like you, right? I didn't see. Anything yeah. I haven't heard I haven't heard this at all, but you did, you did drop a jewel on me. You did drop a jewel. And what's interesting I don't, if you, I'm sure you've heard of Dr. Arnold Eritz, um, who has the book, The Mucusless Diet. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure. Because of you, uh, I, I had it right here. It's because of you. Yeah. I have it right yeah, here. And, and it's really interesting that Dr. Arnold E. Ritz, he made a statement that uh, he did his little diet for six months, and then the last month he ate a lot of cherries. He ate this whole bag of cherries, and then all of the mucus in his body came up. He just threw up all of it. Now, I'm going to say this. I did a 21-day water fast before, and all that black mucoid, that's, this this tripped me out um, because I read um, 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 the miracle of fasting uh, by um, uh, uh, Bragg Paul Bragg. That's his name. The miracle of fasting. Okay. That's the first book I ever read on fasting. He gives you pictures of the intestines and all that. And he said after 21 sure. days of water fasting, um, you're going to get this mucoid plaque. It's going to be like pitch black come out of your body. I did, and he said it does it on the 21st day, and I did, and it did. It is amazing. I want my audience to understand this. You have no idea the filth that's in your body, even if you're using the restroom every day. You have no idea the amount of filth. I had some people do colonics on here a show one time, and one of the ladies, she was a nurse, and she said um, she when she got a chance to look in people's colons, that when she, she got into colonic, uh, you know, into giving uh, uh, colonics because, you know, it just scared her what she was seeing that was in people's body. The body is very resilient. It can re- it can resist a lot of punishment before it shuts down. It's extremely resilient. Right. Right. It takes a lot. And, you know, let's see, and that's like, um, I think you're getting this is off topic a little bit, but the human eye is the only organ that you generate yourself very fast. Very, very fast. Don't know that. And what happens is, excuse me for one second. Let me say this. Somebody like, somebody said, will you please talk about a secure party to tell you how it helped you get outside? Lane never helped me get outside the law. What kind of fucking question is that? Ain't nobody getting outside of anything. And <laughs> how it gets you outside the law. <laughs> right, you, you, you put yourself, you put yourself in that, get yourself out of. Simple as that. You know what I'm saying? Get outside the law. Look at health, mental. We sit there, you know we talking about how everything is under the law. Somebody writing how you get outside the law. You can't get outside the law. Everything is subject to the law. You're in the, you're in the public law or private law, okay? And when we're talking about this, what do you mean get outside the law? You have, you do have a right to live. You do have a right to live absence of law, and that's called um, what is that called? That's called uh, well, it's called private. You, you know, private, your private rights. But it's a, it's political. I'm trying to see if it's is it compelling public interest. You go and study compelling public interest. You're gonna see they'll tell you you have a right to live out. And when they say law, they mean governmental law, governmental regulation. If that's what you're talking right. about. Okay, but that's privacy. They don't have nothing to do with secure party. Secure party is about uh, is about private banking and discharge. They don't have shit to do. And I'm pissed. I get sick of people. They always try to make secure party into some is not. You know, it's, and like that's the only thing I teach too. It's like no, nah, secure yeah, party is just yeah, secure party is private banking. Okay, don't have no, it don't have nothing to do with a lot of other things that people try to make it do. It's secured party. Creditor and debtor law, the UCC, Uniform Commercial Code. 
It's not the Uniform Nationality Code. It's not none of that goddamn shit y'all try to associate it with. It's business, and most of y'all don't understand that because y'all ain't no fucking business people. Y'all, y'all have an aversion to money and business. <laughs> a lot of people do. You got an aversion to it. And I, you know, so, you know, but anyway, this is business, man. You're talking about business, right? Business. Anyway, go ahead, brother. Well, um, no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, what's going on today, I just really wanted people to have the information, uh, you know, to live, you know, have a fighting chance for good health. So if somebody wants to talk about secure party, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and fall back. I, can, I already know you. Ain't nobody talking. Every call, every call today been about this situation. So we are gonna roll with that. I see where everybody's mind. But you can talk about what you want to talk about. But you know, I'm letting everybody call in and talk no. what, what they want to talk about. I ain't tripping. No, and I, I just wanted to put the duck flower thing out there. I wanted to put the call month thing out there, and just you know what you've been putting out there for years, brother. And it's not really. I know a lot of people call you so give you accolades and stuff like that. But it's not about that. Like, I, every you always say it. Everybody learns a lot from you. But, you know, that learned elders of Zion, oh, man, uh, I remember when you first put it out, uh, Quiet Weapons for Silent Wars. I remember when you first put that out. I'm talking about when you had the Dropbox. You know what I mean? Yeah, and oh, man. Yeah. I and, you had, and I wanted to say that, brother. I am just shocked you on the phone. I was like, man, I heard this brother in a long time. You still, you know, you still here. I sent out an email. You must have got the email blast. You got the email blast? I got the email blast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm glad I looked at it because I left work, you know, just, just just so I can talk or try to get on the radio. And I, I ain't want you to get fooled by the West Virginia number. But, you know, I just, you know, I heard the sister and, um, you know, and the only thing I'm saying is, you know, everybody is right. And I'm glad the sister put out some good information I'm looking to. I'm glad the young brother, you know, who's new to your channel, not knowing who you truly is, you know, your, your roughest days when you was cussing and fussing, you know what I'm saying? But understanding, you know, the jurisdiction of, you know, the jurisdiction of each state and the state, people don't understand the states and countries and all this other stuff. And I like the analogy you use when you used to use Africa and the United States. I don't know if you remember that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, right. not going to uh, hold the lines up, brother. Okay, brother, I appreciate you calling, man. It was good to hear from you again, bro. Good to hear from you again. All right. Okay, he just dropped, he dropped fast. Wow. Um, let's move on. Uh, that was a good call. Good good call. Uh, he talked about a lot of things. Call Monk. Um, it's called The Code on YouTube, definitely. If you want to see how all of the ancient sites on this planet are connected to each other. Somebody actually decoded it. Very interesting. It's all mathematically precise. Definitely want to check that out. Um, We were talking about um, Susan Reed's book, Body Snatches. I'm promoting this woman's book because um, that book was, it was was just really, it was telling to me, as well as Donald Marshall. Um, Donald Marshall, Arizona Wilder, there's another guy, he's an African uh, priest that uh, David Icke uh, interviewed. All of them talk about the same thing, different interviews, but they all giving the same testimony. They're giving the same testimony about things. And I think it would be prudent for people to start paying attention because there's something weird going on with behind this vaccine. It's just weird to me. They're just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and like, you know, and, and they're making everybody think everybody's dying from it. All of a sudden, nobody's dying from nothing else. Somebody sent me a, 
uh, email um, where they were having a discussion on the cure for cancer. And I emailed them back. I said, man, ain't nobody dying from cancer. Everybody dying from COVID. What's wrong with you? Nobody dying from cancer no more. <laughs> I, just, I just put it out there, you know. Anyway, let me go back to the phone line. And where are we at now? We're going to dip over to, let's check out Georgia, 478-9222. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, so uh, I kind of signed in late, but uh, but uh, I do have a, a few questions, right? And uh, it's on a different topic. It's on a, okay. uh, a, a 1099K. Now, I ain't answer right. no questions by no tax form. So move to your next question. I'm not a tax attorney. I don't answer any questions by tax forms. What's your next question? Okay. All right. So, uh, so, so, uh, I was I was watching one of your videos online dealing with Gene Keaton, and uh, and uh, he talked well, uh, well, in the video, uh, he had like 1099 OID, 1099 OID, right? right. What a form. Well, uh, well, uh, on the video, he had something called like the golden key. Uh, well, the golden key document. I have that on my website. I uh, I got it from Gene right. Keating. Yeah, I got. I have All right. that. All right. Uh, I was looking for it, but I couldn't find it. Well, if you go to, are you a member of SCC University? Yes. Uh, uh I signed up for like two months ago. Okay. If you go to SCC University. And if you go to my my website, my money's moving. If you go into my, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, because I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to put it on the download section for you. It'll be on the download oh. section, the golden key document, because I don't know why they okay. put it on the, uh, but you just reminded me of that. And it is an important document to have where you have, you know, some quick access to. So I, I will make sure it's on the download, the tab that says download. It will be under that right. tab. You click on that tab. I'll put the golden key on there for you. All of. Let me just okay, say this to you, though. The issue, the issue, what the golden key is talking about, what all these documents are talking about, they're talking about the same thing. It is all commercial. It's all regarding a tax. It's all about a debt collection. All this is a debt collection. Uh, the reason we are using secure party is because it's a debt collection. But... Did you have another question? Uh, no, nah, that was it. All right, brother. All right, okay, thank you. thank you. I appreciate it. Let me say this to everybody. It's a debt collection. Now, let me let me kind of expand on what the brother was asking me about. And I don't answer. I don't get involved in no tax questions, or anything like that. I leave them tax forms. You know, you need to study that. You need you need to read the circulars regarding those things and figure that out on your own. And the reason I do this is because I've been doing this for a long time. And I've read all the cases and people, you start trying to help people with these tax forms. Next thing you know, they try to entangle you into something, some sort of conspiracy or something like that. So, no, you go go talk to a CPA or there's plenty of information. You can read zero out your account and you can read uh, Nature of the Remedy. All right. Those on my website, too. It's called Nature of the Remedy and zero out your account. Any question or any answer that you're going to get surrounding 1099 OID or any of that stuff as it relates to any of that information, every guru that's talking about it, they get it from those documents. The way y'all call me asking me, it's right there. It ain't like somebody's keeping information from you. 
you go get the information. I'll tell you where to go get it. Go get it yourself. Okay, now, as far as the system, okay, it's all commercial. Okay, the golden key is the fact it's all regarding a tax. You need to understand what a tax is, and it involves liens. Let me explain this to you real quick. There isn't any money. I've said this I don't know how many times in the past. People try, there is money. No, there ain't no goddamn money, okay? When I say money, I'm talking about constitutionally mandated gold and silver, okay? Gold and silver or certificates that are redeemable in gold and silver is the only thing that is true money. Everything else is credit. It goes for Bitcoin, credit cards, Federal Reserve notes, whatever, promissory notes, international bills of exchange, Debinger bonds. These are all evidences of debt. They are debt instruments. Okay, they are, they are what are called money of account. Okay, they are not money of exchange. All right, so... They, the first thing they did was to eliminate your ability to have private currency. Anybody ever seen the movie John Wick? That entire movie is an education on the private side. You only see Federal Reserve notes one time in that movie, the first movie. And when you see them, they burn the shit up. All the business that they conducted with each other was done with gold coins. When it was time for him to get busy, he got his gun and he got his gold coins. I got to do business in the private. Police came to his house, dead bodies in there, no problem. He had called his own cleanup crew, come get these bodies, paid them in gold. Stop looking at stuff for entertainment value. Somebody's trying to tell your ass something, but you ain't paying no attention because you just, you just want some entertainment. You just want to be entertained. All right? But... When they got rid of the gold and silver, okay, there's no money. So that means that value is what we are trying to determine now. What gives something value? And what gives something value is when you have a security interest in it. Your car contract is a security interest in property. Your mortgage contract is a security interest in property, meaning that there's some sort of collateral that is supporting the instrument itself. So this is how money is being created today. And this is what your court system is doing too. They are a bank. They are a financial institution. And a charge is a lien. Go and look up the fifth sense of the word in a Black's Law Dictionary. I suggest you use the eighth, ninth, or tenth, or eleventh. And look up the word charge. Stop assuming that you know the meaning of these words. A charge is a lien. All, all you people in Georgia read OCGA 17111. In every criminal conviction, they put, a, they put a lien on your property. A lien is the evidence of a debt. And anytime you have evidence of a debt, that brings in creditor and debtor law. And creditor and debtor law is really what they call it today is really the law of admiralty. Let's go to, keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. Let's go to area code. We're going gallivanting around the country. Let's go out to the west side. California, 310-8168. You're on the line. What's on your mind? Hit your mute button, California. 310-8168. Your mic's open. 
My bad, you sir. All you right, there you go, bro. How you doing, love one? Doing good, bro. What's happening? Go Cowboys, number one. Uh, 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 oh, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, man, you know, I don't care who I'm making mad. I don't care who I'm making mad. Man. I'm going I'm to be, be, be at the game for Thanksgiving, man. So if you're down there, we're going to link up. I know it's your hometown. Uh, it's my hometown. I'll be down there. I'm going to try to get there. Uh, we already planning to go. <laughs> well, that's a good deal because I'd love to see you down there. We can throw one back or something. But yeah, um, I, I didn't have a lot. Um, you, you said I got, I got so much. I don't have, I don't have a, I don't want to hold up the line. You know. Well, give me uh, some, man. You hold up the time. line. You, you waited. Go well, 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 One thing I do want to, uh, one thing I did want to talk to you about, man. I got a couple of partners. Well, I got a few people that come to me often, man. I got two kids. My daughter's thirty-one, and my son's twelve. So I don't been through the system with the family course and everything, right? Right, and this right, is right. way prior to way prior to any knowledge I ever had about what's been going on with us and, and our status and jurisdiction and private versus public and everything, right? But I went through the whole system, fighting it on my own, and, you know, I prevailed, you know, fighting it their way, right? So often okay. I get buddies of mine coming to me for advice about how I did it. Because what's going on, man, too many guys' lives, man, these women are holding these kids over these guys' heads. Like, you know, we already know about, you know, if you don't pay me, you can't see the kid or whatever, whatever. But I got partners that's going through stuff like the woman don't even want him to be around the baby if he's going to be around his girlfriend or if he's going to go over to somebody that she don't like or, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know what, bro, I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're going through. But the way I fought it, I wouldn't suggest that for you. I I went down there. I turned myself in. I became the the um the uh, petitioner on the case. You know what I mean? Because I got a little lightweight threat that I didn't like. And before I let somebody run down there, report me as some kind of deadbeat, and have to prove my way out of that bag that was going to take even longer to get what I wanted. Me being a petitioner, it took me four years to get joint custody. You know what I mean? So it takes some I can time. Yeah. Me being, yeah, me being a respondent, I could imagine that would at least have been another two years. That would have been six years or whatever, right? So when it comes to these guys and, you know, coming to me with advice, I can tell them how to do it that way. I just don't want to send them in there that way. You know what I mean? And I don't know what to really tell them. I don't know uh, how, how to them, approach them. a situation like that when you're not, you know. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me tell you what, what this is this kind of why I do like Kevin Samuels. And um and some of the things that he teaches. But let's touch on this for for a minute. We've all had I to deal with that. I, I do too. I, I had to I had to deal with that. I love him too. The women hate him, and they just hate him because he's telling the truth. I don't understand why women hate him. Why Why do you hate somebody who's telling? Why well, you listen to a gay? I ain't listen to no gay nigga. He's telling you what we all think. Goddamn, you know, you know what? It's like, it's like we all think. <laughs> yeah, even we is. This is how we all think. The truth. The truth is the truth, bro. <laughs> the the, the truth day, is the truth. Who said it? They can't, messenger? They, they can't. They can't. They can't. They will. They, but he's just growing. He's growing on their ass just more and more and more. Yeah. And women are just hating. You know, it's ironic that they don't, they, you know, when, I don't know. When I watch his live, bro, I see all them dollars running across the top of the screen, and it ain't nothing but females and cute. <laughs> 
There's number of females in queue because they're trying and to. And because the part about it, Yusef, when they come in, they come in with that attitude like, I'm going to be the one who check him. <laughs> they don't even come in with no reasonable kind of. It's a lack of respect for his expertise, number one. And most of them don't have the requisite intelligence to challenge him on that field. And they find out very soon. You know, because he knows yeah. what he, you know. He, 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 you know, he knows what he's doing, and um, and he's dealt oh, with wow. it a lot. He has a lot of experience in it, and and their premise is off. Most of them, their premise is off, and that's what I want to address. Um, first and foremost, this is the problem that I see in the world. Okay, as it relates to uh, with children and things like that, you've gotten away from basic. You've gotten away from your basic moral principles. And I'm listening to this 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 a chick on YouTube too. Her name is the Crimson. Um, I forgot her last name, but I love this chick. Uh, she's like I, I kind of call her a female Kevin Samuels, and she's growing in popularity uh, right now mm-hmm. as well. Um, but she was talk she was touching on something that I always talk on is your moral your moral grounding. Okay, a lot of these. Um, I don't know if I just want to say just women. I think it's mostly women and men. They've gotten away from traditional principles, and we're seeing the results of it. Okay, all these children out of wedlock, that, that, that name, that, that word, baby mama and baby daddy, okay, I really feel like that was the culprit for this explosion of having children out of wedlock because it sanitized um, that activity that where at one point you would call having bastard children, okay? But we sanitized the word and made the word baby daddy and baby mother. I have a song. Y'all can get on YouTube right now and listen to this. It's a real good song. That's my baby daddy. It's a good rap song. <laughs> that rap song hit in the, in the 90s, and that's when that word just started taking off. That's my baby daddy. Hey, man. That's my baby man, daddy. We can't, we, can't, we, can't date our, we can't date ourselves, can we? <laughs> <laughs> But that's number one. Now, in your Bible, it tells you it. Uh, the thing about I think one of the things that's not being taught to the women is the importance of virginity. Um, they're not even being discussed the esoteric ramifications of the different men that they have sex with. Number one, okay. Uh, there's a reason that you have a hymen, and the, and I don't, I don't care about what women say. A hymen can break axes. That is not even the fucking point. That's why y'all can't win with Kevin Samuels. Because you start bringing up off-point arguments. They're not germane to the discussion. We're talking about the reason nature has placed a seal over your vagina to let men know that you are untouched. There's a purpose for that. Prior to you uh, having sex with a man, your soul is one with the universe. This is why most seers are virgins. Or if they're going to do some sacrifice, she has to be a virgin. And, you know, you get into some of the esoteric studies, you're going to really see that uh, virgin uh, female children are used in a lot of um, of um, rituals and things of this nature, okay, because of their connection to nature, okay? They have a direct connection. They lose that connection and become amalgamated with a man's soul once they have their first sexual experience. And this is why they say that the first person that you have sex with is your husband. Okay. Now, 
People don't want to accept that because we live in a culture today where people want to well, fuck whoever they want. Are, I remember, I, re, I remember looking at the word version. I don't know if I look at etymology or what, or if I look at a concourse and, and for the Bible or whatever. But when I, I was trying to find, figure out something about Mary, right? And when I found out virgin meant that she wasn't married, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's supposed to mean pure, and that's what the white dress is. It's supposed to be representative of purity. Now, now, now let me say this. Uh, women, um, if they're circumspect about who they have intercourse with, okay, because that's another thing. It's the, it's the woman that is not, um, who's just loose and who's just not um, particularly paying attention to who she has sex with. You're just having children with any and everyone or having intercourse with any and everyone, all these different uh, different spirits that are in you. And you don't think it's having an effect on you, but it is having an impact on you. That's why you can't get married. That's why you can't have a long-lasting relationship and things like that because you think you've been lied to. You've been told to go out there, don't get, you know, hey, you don't get married early. Don't tie yourself down to things like that. And you just having sex and things like this because a child should have their mother and their father. And it's very difficult yes, for me. It's very difficult for me um, when I get, I get these calls and consultations from individuals and they're having a problem with the other parent. My first thing is, well, can you try to reconcile that? And that's one thing Kevin Samuels does. He's telling all these women with children, your best bet is to get back with the ch- child's father because ain't no really no high-value man want to raise another man's child. Now, that may be a hard truth, but it's just the truth. That's one of those truths that most men don't want to do that. Now, you can have some man fall in love with you and, and help you and everything. It happens. I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but really, that's not a first man's usually choice. He want to raise his own children, unless he can't have children or something like that. So that's another thing. Now, you're putting um, these children in these mixed families and, you know, and, and all of this kind of stuff. And not to say that you can't, they can't be raised uh, in a good environment and so forth. But these are the things you got away from because in your Bible it tells you that when you marry a woman who's divorced, you're committing adultery. Okay, now, when I hear stuff like that, I don't look at it from, well, that's just the white man's Bible. I don't even look at it like that. I'm going to tell you what you do. When you hear a statement like that, the first thing that should come to your mind is what is the esoteric principle behind it? Okay, what is happening? What is hap- What actually happens? I know for a fact the first time I got married, it seemed like things changed. It's something about taking that vow and being with a woman that things change. And I know marriage can be, it, it's supposed to be for good or bad. And I know in this environment of social media, marriages don't last that long. And people say we have irre- irreconcilable differences. And, you know, I, I, I'm a product of it too. I'm not. I'm not excluding myself. I'm not trying to sit here and be, um, you know, some sort of person like I'm just this saint and everybody's not, but I'm just stating the truth right now. Um, I think that, you know, you got to, we got to get back to, to uh, cause I think this older generation is lost, but I think you need the first thing you need to do is start educating your daughters about the ramification about their sec- first sexual experience. Okay. And the M- I think it will definitely have an impact on them and make them more um, circumspect before they just decide to go out there and cock their legs open and allow a man to inject 7,777,000 sperm cells up in them and have a baby, okay? 
You know, because right. a man and a woman. So that's the first thing we need to do. Because once the baby is here and you get all this divorce and all of this kind of stuff, I've, al- I've already said this. I've, I've said this. I believe that a person can have a good life if they go through life. And number one, you don't get arrested and go to prison. Don't do anything that will put you, that will take your freedom away. Number two, you don't have a divorce or have some sort of um, some sort of uh, conflict with a woman involving children. That and the last one is maintain good health. If you can, to me, if you can, if you can go through life and and those three things, you got those three things covered. I think you'll do pretty good in life. But I've seen um, how destructive divorce can be. And it just amazes me of how the parents don't pay attention to the effect that it's having on the child. I remember what, how it affected me. My parents got a divorce. And it's just amazing how people don't remember things that happened to them when they were younger. And then they have children and they just get amnesia all of a sudden and don't remember certain things. They're only concerned about themselves. And that's what I see with a lot of people, too. They're concerned about themselves. Um, this thing about keeping, you know, not to uh, mention, you know, a lot of people, a lot of us are not used to power, and you know, especially our women, you know what I mean. And once they get that child, that's their first experience of power over a man that they always felt had the power over them. You know what I mean? And and they instead of being the adult, they use the power. You know what I mean? In cases when it's even not even necessary. Well, when women are emotional creatures, I'm gonna get on the men for a second too now. Um, because as a man, uh, you shouldn't have a woman if you can't afford to take care of one. And you shouldn't be sleeping with a woman if you can't have a baby by. You know, that's one of the things my mama, you know, that's one of the things she drilled in my head. I, I'm thankful for that. She said, look, if you can't have a baby without a woman, don't lay down with her. Every time you lay down with a woman, there's a potential to have a baby. So one of the things you mm-hmm. try to teach your, your son is when you look at that woman, you want to have sex with her. Can you have a baby with her? Do you see yourself having a baby with this woman? Okay? Now, some men don't care. They just get women, impregnate women, and go from woman to woman to woman. However, there's two people responsible for that because that woman, she should make that man use some sort of protection or use some sort of contraceptive or something like that to prevent that from happening because that's another thing I don't think. They don't understand the level of responsibility that a child brings. That's a heavy burden. Children or a heavy burden. And do you want to burden yourself like that? Okay? And you shouldn't be trying to burden yourself like that unless you are in a situation that is stable, like a husband, a, a family, uh, you know, things of that nature. We've gotten away from that. 80% of the households uh, are, are hated by women right now. And these women out here trying to give, these same women are out here trying to give, they out here trying to give relationship advice to men. I'm like, are you serious? I, I don't think no woman should be trying to give a relationship advice to a man. Because you ain't a man. You know, you know you ain't no damn man. You know what I'm saying? What, what yeah, you're going to give relationship advice to a man. You have. Yeah, so, that, and so, and then they give relationship advice, and it's not based off of any natural law principle. That's the first thing I look at. You're giving relationship advice, and it's not on, it doesn't rest on a firm foundation. The only firm foundation that it can rest on is something that comes that is comes from something a natural law principle. So if you can't trace back the uh, the um, uh, uh, the uh, advice 
that you are giving to some sort of natural. Notice that the first thing I did, you said to me, I started talking about virginity, vibratory frequency. Okay, all of these things, this is what you need to be thinking about. It's the natural law. What are you doing to yourself? You think that there's, there's no, there's a cause and effect to everything. You get away with nothing. That's another thing that we need to teach people. You know, I had to learn that. You don't get away with stealing a piece of gum out of the store, all right, because the universe is about balancement. That's what the scales represent. That's what karma is all about. Karma exists to restore balancement. Right. So once you, uh, once you have respect for karma, because that's what a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't have respect. Let me tell you what I see with a lot of immoral people. They don't have respect for karma. They don't have respect for, uh, they don't have respect for karma. Uh, they don't have respect for um, the law of attraction. That's a big one. They don't think any, they don't have any, any type of spiritual foundation whatsoever. And they don't look at it as a science. And what I say as a science, because the word scienta just means to know. Science just means to know. When I mean looking at it as a science, I'm looking at it as that it, 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 these are immutable laws. And if you don't respect them, they're going to operate on you regardless of how you feel about them. So one of oh, the yeah, things... The, 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 go ahead. No, I was just going to say the, 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 the comedian Mike Epps said, man, I stole a, a pack of cookies and got home and I was locked out of my house. I had to pay Blocksmith's $80. That was an $80 pack of cookies. <laughs> and he's right. But people don't pay attention to that. They don't associate it with that. They don't, they don't make the connection. Right? They ain't making the connection that these events are tied together. They, they're two separate yeah. events, but you don't see the connection between the two. That you did this. Just like you, just like and you, you were in the streets, man. And, I, and, and, you know, even when I got out the streets, it took years of me to balance all that out just so my life could start moving. I agree, I agree with you, man. It took me years, too, man. It, I had 10 years of fun. It seemed like it took 10 years for me uh, for that karma, yeah, that karmic effect to uh, – to clean all of that, all that debauchery and everything that I was involved in. I, hey, man, you just said yeah, some real bro. powerful stuff. It took years yeah, for me to. Go. <laughs> it took, and, and, that, and that's go. what, and we need to teach our sons and daughters this. Okay, the Jews, I was about to talk about the Jews. One thing about the Jews is they have bar mitzvahs and they have bat mitzvahs. Okay, son of the covenant and, you know, the daughter. Okay, they have one, write a passage for their, uh, their their son and a rite of passage for their daughter and making them responsible for keeping God's laws. One of the things that's really interesting is that they have this thing against masturbation. Now, masturbation is something that we have to start discussing as well because of the spiritual effects that it has on the man. I believe in Proverbs 31.3, there is a um, scripture in there that talks about give not thy strength unto women uh, that which can destroy kings and what that strength is referring to your sperm this release of sperm dumbing you down i don't know if people have heard it but you should first of all be very careful who you choose to give your sperm to number one because your child is the, the mentality of the woman that you're associating with is going to raise your child so be very selective in that you may want to go read proverbs 31 Okay. Check, check this out, Yusuf. There's so many people who claim to be spiritual or Christian or whatever it is, but they never take these these esoteric values from 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 these words, man. 
All I take is the moral values from these things, man. You know what I mean? And 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 it's tough for me for people to be so stern on their, their spirituality but don't have no clue about what it really is. But go well, ahead, man. And, I, I just wanted to... Want to well, these people, well, I mean, well, you know, in the beginning we were talking about the uh, the the religious Except, uh, exceptions for the va- vaccination and it's a lot of people who are getting rejected from it and my contention is is because of Matthew 15 8 these people draw up nigh to me with their mouth and honors me with their lips but their hearts are far from me you know you're just giving lip service this is where lip service means you're giving lip service to something but it ain't you ain't really about that life and, and I think right. that some of these questions are drawn up to find that out, you know, it's that, well, you just, you know, you yeah. just start honoring your religion at the last hour, you know, and so, you know, well, now, you know, you want this religious exemption, and I don't think it's just that simple. Like I said, I said, when you, t- when you go to trial, trial is not for guilty people looking for a loophole. Trial is for innocent people. You're going to go to trial, you better make sure you're innocent. So that, that's just my, my position you know, as far as that, you know, reestablish some sort of firm foundation. Try to work it out with the woman, um, you know, because you get more with honey than you do. Because, you know, the man may have some, you know, I'm watching my friend right now. He was talking about me and my situation. And four years later, he's still going through it. He's still going through it with this woman. They're still going back and forth to court, battling over these, uh, over these children. And, you know, you know, just going, and I'm just seeing them go through it every week is something else for the last four years. Every week is him and this woman going back together when if he just would have stayed with the woman and raised the children together, the children in the end are the ones suffering. So that's what I, I feel like if both parents would start taking into consideration the welfare of their children and try uh, and try to do his best for them and try to get along and what and, and learn forgiveness. If you can't forgive, this is in uh, this is in also in Matthew uh, chapter um uh, 11 was the lap Matthew chapter 22 I believe it is no Mark uh, Mark 11 22 I believe through 26 I might believe you gotta learn how to forgive people and forgiveness is not for them it is for you once you begin to understand that negativity okay you got to understand this negativity you have to eliminate all negativity from your life you have to, okay? You have to understand the science. I'm speaking to you as a scientist. I'm not talking to you as a preacher. I'm not preaching to you. I use the Bible as a guide because that is what most of you can relate to. That's why I use it, so you can relate. Because these people, they were not religious people. Y'all created religion. They were, these are uh, people in antiquity who are right recording events and trying to tell you something in a scientific way, and it's been construed as something else, okay? The, uh, the power of forgiveness, okay, you got to get this, you got to release this from your heart because it ain't hurting nothing but you. There's negative thoughts, there's hatred you have in your heart for someone. The only person you're hurting is yourself because you're not doing anything but drawing vibratory frequencies close to you that match the vibratory frequency that you're carrying around. I give an example. You get up in the morning, you get into an argument with somebody, and then you go out and have a wreck in your car. 
you don't make the connection with the, with the wreck, with the argument that you had. But the thing is, you created a vibratory frequency, and then the universe brought a match to that frequency, that negative frequency to you. So if you want to experience a change in your life, the change has to begin in the way that you think. And you have to release all this negativity. You got to let it go. I know, I, hey, listen, you know, I, I, you know, I don't hate. No, one thing I can say about myself, I, I, I can really truly say this. I don't think I got hate for anybody. I, I don't have hate for my ex-wife. You know, I feel like she did me dirty on some things, but I don't hate her. I don't hate her. Man. I don't hate her at all. You know what I'm saying? For the reason you don't hate people out here. I can hate a bunch of people, but it's too easy. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't do you any good. The only person you are hurting is you. The only person you are hurting is you. And how are you think you're going to go? And how do you think you're going to go all the way through life and nobody is going to, you know, do something adverse to you or cross you in some kind of way? You know what I'm saying? People are not perfect. People have human have, have frailties and difficulties. You got to learn how to forgive, man. And that's something I think that okay. is missing in society today. Learn how to forgive. Learn how to forgive. Yeah. That's for real, bro. All right. That is for okay, real. brother. I got to move on. I got to go to the next call, but appreciate yeah. your call, bro. All the time, that one. Good evening. All right. Thank you, bro. Uh, let me go to the next call. Let's go over to area code. Let's see where we gonna go next. Let's stop and uh, let's let, let's let's make a pit stop at. Let's go back out west side. Three one zero eighty. I'm sorry, that's one eight three one zero one nine nine. California. Hey, hey, what's going on? What's going on? Enjoying the show. Cool. Appreciate you back on talk to uh first off i want to say thank you for last night um class you answered a question you really nailed it on the head i got exactly what i needed to hear from you Sometimes i appreciate it appreciate it um other than that i just kind of i've been taking some notes on what other people have been saying and i wanted to lay down some stuff that i thought of uh for vaccines there's a, a show on rumble called Stu peter's who interviews a lot of doctors and researchers on the vaccine. Good information, yeah, Stu Peters. Yeah, Rumble seems to be the platform they've chosen, all the doctors have chosen uh, to put their videos on, too. But go ahead. But speak a little clearly, because they need to hear what you're saying. Because I know you're kind of soft-spoken, but you said Rumble? Yeah, Rumble. Here. You know, I'll take off. Yeah, Rumble, the, the Stu Peters show. I'm going to go off my headset. Rumble, the Stu Peters show for uh, vaccine information. You know, you get, like, pictures of the blood, vaccinated blood versus unvaccinated blood. Those parasites that are mentioned are shown in there under a microscope. It's really scary. And then um, for a, there's a good documentary series on Zionism on BitChute called the, – the channel name is called In the Name of Zion. And it it covers the whole gamut on Zionism and, you know, Zionist occupied government here and throughout the world and how they view the whole world, the Noahide laws, really, really good stuff. 
You can go to my bid shoot channel. I'd like to see how much they got because I got a ton of information on that. And I put it on my bid shoot channel too. So you go over to High Frequency Radio uh, bid shoot and check that out too. Make sure you check out my channel and the information I got on Zionism. For sure. I, I, I got all your stuff backed up too. Um, and then I wanted to, I think it was Behold a Pale Horse. It might have been. Quiet Weapons for Silent Wars. It's available on the CIA's website for download. I don't recommend going there directly and just downloading it without a VPN or something, but whatever, I'm paranoid. And then uh, a side note on, like, you mentioned choosing the name of your show. The name of your show is literally how I found you. Like, I, in my searching through the years for truth and stuff, you know, I recognize the vibratory nature of our reality. And I was just sitting in front of YouTube one day, like, I'm like, what the hell am I going to look up? And I just threw in high frequency. And, like, you were in the top, you were, like, the second result. And I watched, like, some video on something, and I decided to check out your channel. And I've been down the rabbit hole since. <laughs> and then, for an actual question, I just wanted to know if you'd ever heard of this concept called the chrism. Uh, this other dude, this guy who's, I think he's from the UK. Yeah, he's from the UK. He, uh, he has like a, a child rescue and a dog rescue in Tanzania. Um, I forget what his name is. I think it's like St. John Julian something. But he talks about the chrism and the, the esoteric nature of it being referenced in the story of Jesus in the Bible. I think it kind of ties in with the whole Kundalini energy awakening. And the okay. idea is that the story of Jesus Christ in the Bible is the passage of what he calls the sacred secretion from a gland in your brain. Christ, and it goes con- down. Christ consciousness. I think it's what most people right. reference it as. Yeah, that's yeah. It's 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 kind of like in the Gnostic tradition idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes down and it settles in, in like near the spine. And then if you if you have like right living, everything you're always preaching with uh, maintaining your body alkaline and detoxing it and staying away from bad habits. Uh, the the semen retention um, that secretion will will travel back up your spine. So he says, um, I haven't experienced this myself. But, and then it goes back to like the place of Golgotha, which is which means the skull, back up to your your brain in between the hemispheres. And then you have this like or to the land of milk and honey, where it's like. DMT and something else and like a big spiritual kundalini energy style awakening. You ever heard of that? Yeah, I've heard some reference uh, to the things that you're talking about. Uh, The kundalini, definitely. Um, You know, but the retention of sperm has a lot to do with that. Sperm retention is very, very, very important in a man. Very important. It gives you godlike powers. It's been working wonders for me, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I used to, what, what is it? They say uh, masturbation will make you blind. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, Spiritually it, uh, yeah, yeah, brain damage. And hey, listen, man, I've experimented with this. And, and before I even knew what it was, I just used to notice the, my, the difference in my cognitive abilities when I had a lot of semen in my body versus when I didn't. And it was most prominent with me when I played chess or pool. I, I was a big pool player and a big chess player for a great many years. And um, uh, I, when, I, when I had sperm retention, I could get on a pool table and run the table. I mean, just everything was just seemed like it was just in um, harmony, you know. And same thing with chess. I would just see the board differently. I could see like five moves ahead and, and then versus when – I didn't. Everything just seemed to be jumbled. And just seeing, just playing with that over the years, I said, man, there's something to this. And all of a sudden, I came across a book called Anytime You Want As Long As You Want. It's called Anytime You Want As Long As You Want. There's a PDF. I'm going to give you a PDF. There's another one also by this Rosicrucian. He wrote it. It's called A Guide for All Young Men. I got it on the website as well. But I'm going to put it, and the, the author of Anytime You Want, As Long As You Want, they have it. Um, his name is Dr. Charles Runnels. It's uh, Strength, Genius, Libido, Erection by Integrative Sex Transmutation. And uh, this book, was a, uh, when I ran across this book, he confirmed a lot of the things that I was, I was finding out by my intuition. I was intuiting a lot of this stuff that, I mean, you know, it's something about when you, and any man can attest to what I'm saying. After you ejaculate, you feel weak. If you, if you masturbate, you feel unclean. There's this unclean feeling, you know, that comes over you. And then I so think true. it creates a lot of estrogen in your, estrogen in your body. And cause you know, you have more testosterone in your body when you allow the uh, semen to accumulate in your body as well. So when you start experimenting with this, uh, I think sperm is the elixir of life and it's not given enough respect. Uh, sexual sex period is not respected enough. I think people are just, you know, we've uh, been taught because of we've been inundated with pornography uh, so much that we've kind of, um, you know, we just kind of look at sex as just, Hey, it just is what it is. But I think if we went in really looked into the esoteric ramifications or the cause and effect associated with certain uh, sexual uh, activities that we engage in, I think we would reconsider a lot of the practices that we are doing. Um, I study a lot of wealthy people, uh, and just about all of them practice it. Steve Jobs, you know, Bill Gates, you know, you get into all of them practiced it, all of them. And, but it, but it, it's a high number that you have to reach. It's like um, 72 days. And what happens is the, your, vibra- your vibration goes up. So, for instance, you, you, you see these ideas like Uber and, and Airbnb, and you sit back and wonder, man, how the hell did this dude come up with this damn Uber idea? I mean, that was a stroke of genius. You know, Uber was, a stro- Uber was something that changed the damn world. That was world-changing, you know. Yeah, so how did they come up with this idea? Okay, well, the thing about it is, is the ideas are in the Akashic records and are the angels. If you notice, even in your Bible, Jesus had to fast for 40 days 
He had to go through the temptation. And then the angels, and what an, and the word angel means messenger. The messengers came and ministered to him. But only after he completed that 40-day fast, he had to do that first. Well, you're going to see that also in a lot of things where people would have to do a fast first, a pure, some sort of purification, some sort of sperm retention. And this kuda raising of this kudalini energy is a raising of this vibratory force that's in your body up into the mental realm, into the mental realm of the brain. So the angels do not come down to meet you. You have to go up and meet them. Even the, tw- the, the Daniel fast, 21 days. He had to fast. You know what I'm saying? So these things are, these uh, these guys are, when you go and study, that's why I love autobiographies. Everybody should get an autobiography so you can really start to get in tune with success and what is required for success. This book is real good because you got Ralph Waldo Emerson. He talks about it. Um, Just a lot of people in antiquity. I think Benjamin Franklin, a lot of people, they all talk about it. But it, it doesn't get a lot of prominent, um, uh, it's not given out to the public because it's a closely guarded secret. And my last confirmation, I was sitting at a table with a millionaire, and I brought this up to him. And at first, he was looking, I was sitting at this table with this millionaire. He didn't really know who I was. But at first, he was just kind of like, you know, like, who is this guy? You know, he's like not really respectful, or he just didn't look at me as, you know, just anybody he should be talking to. When I talked about a sperm retention, he lit up and he said, that's what we all do. He said, and that's how you also get women, too. And that's what they're doing on the Internet now with NoFap. That NoFap means no fondling and petting, in case you're wondering what the word fat means, fondling yourself and petting yourself, right? Not to do that for an extensive amount of time, and women are going to find you more attractive because... Uh, subconsciously they are attracted to sperm in your body because it, it it strengthens the body and makes you more healthier it's like all animal every animal in the animal kingdom understands that when a when a male is sickly or has inability to do something they all can sense it so you need to strengthen your body once again read proverbs 31 3 you know do not give your strength that is not talking about disrespecting women that is taught your strength is your sperm. Retain your sperm. You, you can orgasm without ejaculating. And that's what this guy is talking about in this book. Um, uh, anytime you want, as long as you want. And, and it is also the cure for impotency. If you have impotency, stop having sex, stop fondling and petting yourself. Let the sperm accumulate in your body. It would also get rid of any type of timidity that you have. If you're a timid person and you're afraid to talk to women, if you let the sperm accumulate in your body, trust me, you will have no fear of talking to a woman at all. It it totally eliminates that. Wow, man. Mainly wanted to say thank you and drop that other stuff. and. um, Really appreciate you, man. Hey, I appreciate you too, bro. I appreciate you. Let me get on. I got a lot of a lot of uh, is a, that light board lit up, but I appreciate your call, bro. Thank you. Yep. Good night. All right, let's get back on the line. If you want to talk to the host, you got to push number one on your phone. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the hottest radio network on the planet. 
high-frequency radio. Let me see something real quick. Did this, uh, let's see if this thing... If it got through, uh, uh, is it on here? I think I, I think it's on there. Is it on here? Let me see. Let me search it real quick. All right, I'm afraid it's audio. I want y'all, we were talking about this vaccine earlier. I want y'all to listen to this real quick, okay? This lady talk about this vaccine in case you haven't heard this. I want you to listen to this real quick. Okay, so I'm, uh, I am a natural doctor and I have 1,600 patients. Many are vaccinated, just to give you a little bit of backstory about my credibility. What I've seen so far and what I've learned is all information from physicians, medical physicians, um, natural physicians, and also um, immunization of virology doctors, things like that, um, and then also nurses. So what I'm about to share with you is the first vaccine, the second vaccine, and then the boosters and what it does to your body. The first vaccine, as it goes into your body, it has a small amount of saline and then a bunch of uh, ingredients that are very... Uh, catastrophic to your cellular system. What that does to your immune system, which is your bone marrow, your thymus gland, your spleen, and all other systems associated with your immune system, it decreases the ability to produce white blood cells by 50% from your first vaccine. Then eight weeks later, which is white blood cell reproductive system, so your ability to make another generation of white blood cells is eight weeks. That's why they set it up eight weeks later, to hit it again. So you hit the white blood cell ability while it's down. So now what you do is now they, are, they, they, they decrease the saline in the second one and they increase the uh, harmful ingredients. So now you have a shift in the ingredients. So they decrease the saline and increase. So now there's a shift. And then what they do is that second dose attacks your ability to make white blood cells by an additional 25%. So now you only have a uh, white blood cell ability, like the ability to make white blood cells functioning at 25%. So you just wiped out 75% of your military and the ability to, to make that military. Then what they do is the set in the booster. The booster has 81 strands of foreign bacteria that your cells have never come across. So you don't have the antibodies to fight it but you only have 25% of your white blood cell production to be able to fight it, so it's a losing battle. So then what you starts to happen is you start to get chronic inflammation that goes to the areas that you had, uh, you had predisposition. So if you were someone that has gut health issues, that's your area that it's gonna focus on, and you're gonna have inflammation in the gut health. If it's respiratory, if you have a tumor or cancer, or if you have say endometriosis or you have a skin condition, whatever that is, it's going to inflame that area because now the body has hit the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight, and the body has, is in a chronic uh, inflammatory state with a low immunity and a low immune response. Then you get your second booster, 
what the second booster has is it has eight strands of HIV. And now what that does is it completely shuts off your ability to make white blood cells. And if you Google what that disease is, it is HIV. So now we have people that are walking around with no immune system, no ability to make an immune system, 81 strands of foreign bacteria, and then also eight strands of foreign HIV, along with all the other harmful ingredients, and then they remove all the saline from the first and second booster. Now, to make matters worse, this, during this process, 20 to 30% of the population is gonna die every single series of this process. There's four series. They have three more boosters that are coming out, and the reason why Okay, I had, to, I had to pause that real quick because if you are listening right now, uh, we're about to go into overtime. So if you're listening on the Internet, you will not be able to hear the rest of the show. You're going to need to call in if you want to listen to the rest of the show. You got 60 seconds to do that. I had to call in right there at the top of the screen is the phone number uh, for you to call in. You need to call into the show right now if you want to. Finish listening to the show. All right, we're about to go into overtime. And the call-in number is uh, 563-999-3625. 563-999-3625. That audio that you were just listening to um, was, you know, you know, it, it was very, very interesting audio. It's on my bit shoot. I put the link to my bit shoot in the tr- in the chat. Go over there and finish listening to it. It's a very, very it's not very long. It's only about four and a half minutes. That was almost over. It was almost over. But she was just breaking down for you how these vaccines are attacking your white blood cells. Let's keep going. Let's go to area code. Take some more calls. I ain't did this in a long time, y'all. Let's dip over to Colorado real quick. 303-8780. Colorado. Line is open. Three oh three area code. Mute button. Yo, Yusuf, what's going on, man? I'm sorry about that. Uh, you good? What's going on? Oh, man, I just want to say, you know, uh, thanks, man, what you're doing out here. Man, I appreciate you, you know, educating the public and private side of what's going on, man. You're welcome. You know, the private side is God's side. You know, people got to understand that, you know, whatever your faith or whatever it is believed, right now it's time to root yourself in that you have to understand that you got to start studying these laws these natural laws man um you know they're they're it's just you know health there's their law there are health laws there are you know everything has a law that governs it and that's what yeah, if you're going to be a self-governing people that's those are the laws you have to understand go ahead yeah man that, no it's, it's deep man i mean everything so far what you've been saying about you know what what's your uh, thought on uh what's that what's that dude's name? Uh uh a code of commerce. Brother that was talk uh, not brother, you know who I'm talking about. Um old dude that was ta- talking about the, the the laws of the bank and the the, the laws of the water. 
Talking about Jordan Maxwell. Jordan Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, what's, that's, what's your thought on him, man? I like Jordan Maxwell a lot. Um, Jordan Maxwell, that video, the video that you're talking about is the Occult World of Commerce with Jason Whitney and Jordan Maxwell. Mm. And that was the first video I ever heard on this topic. That was the very first thing I ever heard. And I used to listen to Jordan Maxwell religiously um, and early in the beginning. And um, he was, uh, yeah, I like that video. <laughs> I would love an opportunity. That That's one of the people I would love an opportunity to interview. I'd love to do a show with Jordan Maxwell. Okay. Love to. Okay, yeah. Love to. I mean, if you listen, you really educate me, really putting a, putting us on, man. And if, if people paying attention, they kind of get what you're saying and kind of take that and kind of run with it. So that's what I've been doing and, you know, where I'm at. And, you know, I'm just thankful, man, you know, you, you putting this on your platform and you know, I I love it, you know, see what you got on that chest. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I got on the chest. <laughs> yeah, man, you said you play chess and pool, man. I am really in the chess, so Hey, well, you know, yeah. last time somebody one of my listeners, they came to one of my events and they brought a chess board. And hey, he I, I had to I had to let them have it, you know. And let them yeah, have man, it. You do life, <laughs> I'm not saying people can't beat me. Should, I, 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 I can lose. I can lose like anybody else, but I think I'm pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty good. You know, I'm above average. So, you know, but there are a lot of good yeah, chess players yeah. out there. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, man. I definitely let me, let me agree, tell you man. something, man. The most incredible mm-hmm. chess players and pool players I have personally seen in my life was in federal prison. I believe it. Most, I believe the most that's incredible. I've seen people do stuff on. I've seen people do stuff on a pool table that was incredible that I didn't think was possible, and I've seen it with my own eyes. I'm and do it and do it consistently, and it's like wow, man, this dude is incredible. So I it's like it. I got a lot of respect for hustlers. I mean, there are guys that got a mouthful of gold teeth that are geniuses, and I just really I believe, believe that. they they in have the not. Yeah, they're in the system. So, you know, you can't, you know, it's like, I respect for everybody. You know, I'm like, man, this dude right here, he sell dope. But this dude, he can play chess. He's a genius at chess. <laughs> so you can't let that, you know, you know, that right there change your opinion. It, that, it took me about three years of playing guys to get good in both of those things. Hey, really? every, and I'm hey. talking about playing every day. Yeah, it, it really opens your mind up, really, because uh, it's crazy because I, I referred to you as OG to my lady. I tell her, man, I'm listening to OG right now, but uh, I was locked up when I started playing chess. <laughs> right, and OG, right. OG put me on. He was like, can you sit down and talk with you, man? And, you know, ever since then, we be in, in jail. We really had a chess match, you know. <laughs> hey, man, chess is a um... – you can really tell a lot about an individual by their chess game. Um, exactly. how, you know, how they, exactly. how they think. Chess. Yeah. There's yeah. how they strategize and things of that nature. And, and pool too. Pool is a, a, another game that is, it's a, it's a mental game. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a very, and it's a, it's a game. These are games of skill. And a, one game that I am beginning to have a lot of appreciation for is golf. The next oh, thing, yeah. oh my God! 
Man. That right there. I didn't know. Golf is kind of like pool. It's like pool, but on a, on a field with a golf club. You know, and I'm like, I ain't know you could do all this stuff with a golf ball. And so yeah, I have a, a lot of respect for the game of golf, too. A lot. Even baseball, man. It's all, it's all science, man. I was really sitting down, like you said, the principles and esoteric of, of everything of what's going on, man. It's it's crazy how the games are played with balls, man. You ever sit and think about that? Like the degrees and science and, and everything of what's going on, man. Everything what you talk about, it, it's as above, so below, man. And 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 a lot and, and in those games, a lot of those guys who are very successful, they understand a lot of the um, like Michael Jordan and guys like that. We go and study them. They had um, they they understood a lot of these esoteric principles as well. It wasn't just I'm gonna go out here and shoot a basketball. They maintained their health in a certain way. You know, it's just certain things they understood. It's health, wealth, and you know, health, wealth, well, uh, what is love it? and happiness, man. Yeah. <laughs> that one cat, man. I, I was one of my partners put me on that dude. I forgot his name, but I had came across your channel and you was talking about, you know, public and private. I mean, back in the day, we was looking at the dollar bill, and I was like, what, what is this stuff on this dollar bill? They talking about. If you look, it says this is used for public and private. You know, right? You got to really see public what, and private. It's, it's all right in your face, and, and like you were saying, man, in all your videos, it's, it's, it starts with you. You know, we, we infinite expressions of con- consciousness, you know what I'm saying? So, man, I mean, I, more power to you, man. I mean, you really just got some, some powerful stuff in your videos, man. <laughs> when I get a chance, when I'm really going to sit down and join the university, I, I just graduated with a so-called degree, but, I mean, I've learned a lot. <laughs> and, and how the system works. So, I mean, I, I'm following you how to just, you know, not, I want to say, you know, in the public and all that, but you know, you following me. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. Well, you know, getting a degree, it, it teaches you how to complete something, and you should have learned how yeah. your mind works. You know, that's, yeah, that's uh, I had good. this guy, this wealthy guy, I was talking to this wealthy white man, and, and I kind of was kind of like shitting on college a little bit, and he said, he said, college is to teach you how to communicate with the elite. Exactly. And to teach you how your brain works. That's what he said to me. He said, because you know, I was saying, you don't learn that you use in college. He said, that's not the, he said, that's not the purpose of it. It's to teach you how your brain works and how to communicate with the, the elite. And he's absolutely correct. And how to write. And how to write, man. Because I struggle with writing. And I, I really realized that in college, Will. Like you said, you got to really sit down and write down your flaws. Or, you know, I really be kind of peeping what you're saying. Like, you know, and I learned through college what my area of struggle was, was writing. And like you yep. said, it teaches you how to communicate. You know, that's all college is about is how to communicate with the how to how to play this monopoly game. You know, I asked him a question. I said, what's the difference between rich people and poor people? And he just answer, you know, I was not ready for. He said, rich people know how to fill out paperwork. That's it. They really. I, you know, cause like somebody, somebody's calling me about these 1099 OIDs and everything. You don't know how to fill them out. Learn That's how to it. fill them out. The difference between rich people and poor people is wealthy people know how to fill out paperwork. 
to get a loan yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to know how to do all of that. They know how to fill out paperwork. And I was like, I think he said, have your paperwork together, man. I mean, I started an LLC, you know, so I, I'm learning how to operate and facilitate my affairs out here in, in the commercial world. But it's, I mean, it's really, you know, I'm 28 now, so it's like still trying to, like you, you was talking with the brother before about, you know, it took you 10 years to, I mean, that stuff is real before you really sit down and, you know, handle business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But, but yeah, man, I just wanted to get on your platform and, you know, kind of, you know, get them flowers out there, man, and let you know, man. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, brother. All positivity. All, only engage in positivity. When you understand that's the it, currency of positivity, it. you'll never want to do anything else. <laughs> never want to do anything. All right, brother, thank you. I got a lot of people, but I appreciate you, brother. Um, oh, he got dropped. Let me go to, uh, let's dip over to, let's see where we're going to go next. Let's stop at, let's go over to New York. I ain't hit New York up. New York, 929-7259. You're on the line, what's on your mind? Hey, Yusuf, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's happening, bro? What's going on? Hey, not much, man. I signed up with you on your website like maybe a year ago, man. But in between that, I guess you updated and changed. I mean, my whole idea of what I want to do is use the secured party process to, like, discharge debt. Okay. But when I'm using a website, I don't know where to begin. I, I mean, I can see the information. Where do I start? Well, you can start by coming to the classes Monday through Thursday from 9 to 11. But I am working on putting a start here button <laughs> on there, start here. But if you're, it depends on what you want to do. You want to learn how to do secure party, then follow, watch the step-by-step videos. I put a lot of time and energy in creating those videos. They're professionally done. It's uh, the secure party Is that in the download? Is that where that is? No, it's not in the download. It's on your, uh, it's on your main dashboard. As soon as you log, log in on the main dashboard, you'll see an icon uh-huh. that says step-by-step. Click on that button, and then you'll see Secure Party. Click on that, and you'll see not only all the videos. I got a separate video for everything. I got a video. Okay. hold on a second. That, when, I, when I log on, right, when I hit main dashboard, it says subscription, edit, affiliate dashboard, that's what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing that step by step. Okay, you say you say okay. So you're at spcuniversity.com, right? Yes, that's where I am. Okay, so you clicked on the member dashboard. Subscription. I you see yes. okay, you on the member dashboard. Right. Uh-huh. Okay, so you go down on the second level. Wait, hold on. I'm I'm getting on the website now. You're going to go down to the uh Video tutorials is going to go, right, okay, you see subscription, edit profile, affiliate dashboard, classes, dictionaries, PDF, live webinar, gurus, archive resources, and right there it says video tutorials. See that? Uh-huh. Right. Click on that. See secure party step-by-step. That's it right there. Click on that, and those are all the videos right there. And below that are all the documents that go with the videos. Okay. Okay. They're, are they in order? You should see eleven thirty. They are. Or you see, are they not? Well, are they not in order? 
they're not in order. I just got them in their, you know, affidavit identity. I got them labeled. So whatever you need, after you watch the video, it, the security agreement is in the folder with security agreement. Need an affidavit, you know. No, that's what, I'm what I'm, what I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. What I'm saying is, okay, you're directing me here. I understand what you're saying, but what's what? You have like UCC 11 is the first thing that I see. Yes, it, yes, right? it is in order. Yes, it is in order. The videos are in order. Okay. Yes, okay. they're in order. Okay, so I watch each video. Okay, because what I want to do is use a secured party credit as a process to like discharge like a student loan and credit card stuff. That's my main era focus, you know, and then I go from there. Okay, I so would suggest you, I, I would not suggest that you discharge credit cards, but you can if you want to, but I wouldn't suggest it because credit card the reason what would you suggest? because credit cards are your credit. Well, I mean, unless you got it's under your social security card, you want to get rid of them and move on to like a CPN or something, maybe that. But credit cards are mm-hmm. credit cards maintain your credit history longer than anything is longer than a mortgage, car note, anything like that because those things drop off your credit report. I, it's just my opinion that people should learn how to master credit cards. I mastered credit cards. The first thing that you got to do is you got to get an income stream for yourself. So you need to be concentrated on business because you have to be learn how to be. Um, you have to learn how to be uh, to contribute or to be productive. And you know, in this discharging debt, and sometimes I get the sense that people just want to. Just don't want to be, just don't want to do anything. But the the, 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 the discharge, the discharge comes in pl- in place when somebody's trying to arrest you. Maybe trying somebody trying to take your home or something like that. Your car, yeah, you need to know how to discharge some debt. But you also need to know how to be productive, how to be a businessman because understood, the, understood, the secure, understood. yeah, the secure party is going to teach you what secure party helped me do it helped me really understand negotiable instruments. And there's a whole world of negotiable instruments out there that most people don't even know about. There's a whole underground society right. of it. That's not even related to what we're talking about. So that helped me. It helped me understand the nature of the system. It helped me become a better businessman. So it definitely that, but you know, okay. hey, you got student loan. I understand that. Definitely. Want to address so the reason why, all the reason the reason why I asked you stuff is because I've been, I've been, it's not, it's been about like five years ago, I've been listening to you. I've watched a few of your videos and stuff like that. And you have different people come around and tell you different stuff. And I try different things and some work and some don't. For instance, what I do is I do um, credit repair. I literally, that's what I do. I okay. come to me and I get your credit repair. And I, I was like, maybe I can use this because sometimes there are difficulties being the method that I use. You understand what I'm saying? You recommended a book that's called, um, I think it's Cracking the Code, where the guy's talking about. The, I think you, I watched one of your videos. And I think it's yeah, I like cra- I like cracking cra- I like cracking the code, and I tell people to read chapter ten of it because that's the discharge portion right, so. of it. And at chapter ten of cracking the code is is a good good ass chapter. But go ahead. Yeah. So you know, so all, all I'm trying to do is come up with different methods of discharging debt for the clients that I have because sometimes what I use I use like the police report to do what I need to do as far as yeah a police report credit. a police report will clear off your credit completely one time it'll get rid of everything on your credit on your credit yeah, report as you know 
as you know, fraud vitiates all contracts. And if it's fraudulent, you're not responsible for it. But right. sometimes I end up having to, what I'm doing, I'm not an attorney, but I've drafted like lawsuits and I sue the credit bureaus. And most of the times it works. But one time this attorney actually showed up and I learned a very valid lesson. If the other party knows what they're doing, because I can't represent the client because I'm not an attorney. And I, he got his ass kicked. He, he, he eventually got it deleted, but I was like, okay, I need to find another way to do this thing a little bit more effective. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm thinking right. maybe I can use that secured party process where I do the um, the copyright notice and all that stuff. I, I'm, I read about that. I was like, maybe I can implement that as a part always of the process. Rem- always remember – with any notice, you got to actually give them notice up front. You can't give them notice after the fact. You got to give them notice up yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, that, I do that. Yeah, right, right. I do that. I want, like you, you had a video up there where you said one of the things that you want to do is you want to send them a a notice of non-response. Like here's what I did. Let me start. Here's what I did. First, I sent them the okay. conditional acceptance affidavit of the debt. I mail it out to the right. press. I do the three prong process. And then my final step is I send them a bill and give them 10 days or 30 days to pay the bill, right? And then I file my suit. I'm actually testing this out right now, like three different people see how it's going to go. But your thing is you you, uh, you said that you want to operate on the private side. You don't even want to deal with that. Isn't well, that yeah, yeah, because you have a lot of problems in the, in the courts, but you can work in the public side too. There are public remedies and private remedies. Yeah, but but you can have you you run okay. into a lot of issues in the public because number one they don't want this information out you know but if you learn how to if you I'm gonna tell you the secret of the public the secret of the public is if you can get into court and not sound like what they call a sovereign citizen that's the skill that you have to develop oh, yeah. you got to yeah, learn I'm how not, to I'm, word your documentation yeah, in such a yeah word your documents yeah, in such a way they won't construe it as something like that but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's nothing to do with sovereign citizens. Pretty much me asking for full accounting records. And I think I, I watched the video you were talking to this guy. You were saying that in the affidavit that you created, you said like something about um, whoever is validating the debt under God. Or I, I can't remember exactly what you said, but I actually included that in my in my affidavit to the whoever is going to validate the debt. They never respond, what? obviously. They don't, but see that it's called a yeah. verification of you got a validation of debt. Right. You have a verification of debt. A verification of debt is when someone has to swear to something under penalty. All debts have to be sworn to. So the thing about um, they they will never sign an affidavit. One thing you're going to find they'll never attest to the fact that they loaned you some money or that they are indeed a creditor. And usually you can right. use the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. If you're in the public, because a lot of times if it's a debt collector, more times than not, it's a third party debt collector and third and a third party debt yeah, collector. Them, them, Go ahead. Yeah, them, Yusef, oh. I beat them all the time. Collection agencies, I, I, I own them. I'm, I'm right. not even, yeah, they're, they're easy. They're easy because I use my three pr- letter process and then I'll, I'll file a lawsuit. Once I initiate that suit, they just, it, it drops off the credit report. So they can't win. I bought a book for so, that because I like to read, so I'm not even worried about it. I'm talking about when you're dealing with the original creditor. Okay, and you're dealing with the original creditor, then you need to honor the contract and be in honor by addressing the obligation. Notice the verbiage that I'm using. 
I'm using words like obligation. I'm, I will never use the word pay because right? you're not paying for anything. You are setting off a debt. You're using private credit against public debt, okay? And it's an offset or set off is what you are doing. And you need to have some sort of documentation. Uh, the, the whole key to discharging debt is the administrative process, learning how to right. document right. and give notices of everything you're doing. And here's yeah, the I've next thing. Yeah, nobody can ever accuse you of a mens rea or criminal intent when you gave them notice. No, absolutely. Absolutely not. Because I, I did that. I, like I said, I've done the three-pronged process, and now right. I initiated the suit, and the suit is in, like, small claims court. Because my aim is not so much to get any money. Have them delete the debt from the person's credit report. Well, when you go, well, did you give them a negotiable instrument when you discharge his debt? What did, how did you discharge his debt? No, no, Explain I didn't. Me. I didn't. Like I said, I haven't done that. What I've done is like I, I basically send them a letter asking them to validate the debt. Okay. Purge and all of that kind of stuff, right? Right. I send them mm-hmm. a conditional acceptance. Then I send them a notice of default and opportunity to cure 10 days later. Then after that, I send them a final notice of fault and opportunity. Opportunity to cure, I think, and then I send them a bill, and now I'm suing on the basis that hey, you failed to validate the debt under these conditions. It's a litany of conditions. It's like ten things. Well, the thing about and it I'm, is I'm under working. under the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, they have twenty days to respond to you. Um, so if you're going right. to use a validation of debt, make sure that you understand fifteen USC uh, sixteen. What is it? Um, fifteen USC sixty two. I think 1692, okay. I believe 1692G. Make sure that you understand that, okay, that those time restraints that you have on there because some, cause you're doing something in the public. So there are going to be some time restraints that are governed by some sort of statutory type of uh, uh, code. But you, the, the uh, administrative process is an evidence-gathering tool. So, you know, you're, right. you, sent, you sent everything, and I don't usually use conditional acceptances, but t- conditional acceptances can be used, right? But right. usually I do and an, I I do an all. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I was going to say. everything via certified, certified mail. I would have a. Um, affidavit of mailing. From, uh, usually yeah, you want to have. All of that. Yeah, because you want two witnesses. All right, so they post off the 3811 form as a witness, and then the notary certificate of service as a witness, or affidavit of mailing or whatever you choose yeah, to use. Yeah, I've done all of that. So what I'm hoping is, like I said, what I'm hoping is that it works and we'll see where it goes. But I also want to learn the secured party thing because I've had this thing for more than a year. I actually re-signed up like a month ago. But Okay, well, uh, come to class. How do I get a... <laughs> Huh? When, when are your classes? When are your classes? Monday, Monday through, through Thursday, Thursday, 9 to 11. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 11 o'clock. We're supposed to have one tonight, what but do I'm do doing do this. I come, do I, how, do I, how do I get to your class, though? Like, because today I got an email. Okay, when you get to the class, just, you uh, you say you're a member, log in. And when you log in, that, okay, that um that dashboard that you were just on, that we were just looking at, on the member dashboard, all yeah. you have to do is once you log in, right there where it says classes are Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m., no exception, click on that, and it'll take you right, right into the class. Just click. All you got to do is click on it. Just, okay. just click on I that. I definitely want to learn the, the secure part. My last I made, question, the, um, mm-hmm. the 
the copyright notice, because I remember you listening to one of your videos, you said something powerful that you could use also, right? The common law copyright notice. That's chapter 10 of Cracking the Code. Okay. That, uh, all that common law. Uh, the entire book of Cracking the Code, third edition, is surrounding copyright, common law copyright in your name, and doing doing an administrative process, right. and then then billing them for the use of that name. And as a matter of fact, there's a guy in Washington State. Um, he's an attorney. He actually used that process, and he uh, he put a lien on the Bar Association of Washington, the Washington State Bar Association, mm-hmm. for like a trillion dollars, and then sold pieces of it over a ten-year period. And one of the guys is Artemis Soros, Artemis Soros in Greece, who right now was trying to discharge the national debt of Greece. And people, he's a big prominent figure over there right now. And they questioning where he got this money and where he got the money is from this attorney in the United States who got it from, his name is Stephen, um, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen Wachowski or something to that effect. But he got it from him in Washington state and he's an attorney and he got disbarred because he was uh, sued a judge. And took it to the uh, Washington State Supreme Court. And, you know, he's trying to sue another attorney. And he got disbarred. So since he couldn't get any remedy with the Supreme Court, he did self-help measures. He put a lien on the ass for violating his copyright of his name. That's the biggest example okay. I show people of the common law of the copyright. And he filed a UCC-1 against him. And then he began the process of selling the interest in that lien. Because that's what people do. They put liens right, right. on you to sell them. Yeah, another thing that I did, I mean, it wasn't from you, it was from somebody totally different. I tried the um, arbitration process, and it actually, it worked. I'm not going to lie, it worked. But the only issue I'm having now is, like, um, confirming the award. You know what I mean? I got it from this guy called Eon. I don't even know too much about that. Okay, so you're doing an arbitration with a uh, an alleged creditor? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I did that. Okay, did so that. what type of agreement did what with. type So what was the agreement y'all came up with? Um, That's what arbitrary. It was just a template. It was just a template. I sent them a arbitration contract, a conditional it's a I sent that in and I followed that same three prong process and the arbitrator ruled on it. And the person was being sued by um State Farm Bank. That was the original creditor, and I filed that arbitration award into the case, and this they 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 dropped the case. I mean, yeah, hey, hey, yeah. it worked. It worked. You say some things, some sometimes things work, and sometimes they don't. I haven't found anything since I've been doing this. It worked across the board every time, every every single time you do it. Um, but you know, because people are different. You know, you run in. To different companies, they they attitude is different. Some people are gonna challenge you on what you're doing, and some people are not. Every judge is not the same, you know. So you right, know, just understand right. that you just make sure you have all your evidence in place, and you can make a proper record in the public. Right, 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 right. Well, I'll I'll take advice, and I'll go through this video tutorials, and I'll do the because I I I'll come to class that way. I'll be able to follow. Yeah, yeah, I'll, come to class, I'll do like man. I'm doing school. I, I think you'll really, really like the class. You'll really enjoy the class. Yeah. Um, what I'll do is 
I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, brother. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll read up all your tutorial videos on that secure party credit process. So by the time I come to class, I'll approach it just like school. That and I that's what I want people what to do. I want people to watch the videos and ask me questions because I done did like, and there's also you got an archive section. All of the secure party webinars that right. I did in the past are on there, mm-hmm. all including the very first one I did. It was about probably about eight hours long, two days. Okay. I didn't talk about secure okay. party so much. I, I just, you know, <laughs> I don't feel out of UCC one. Come on, man. This stuff is not that. Easy. I got video tutorials on it. What I want people to understand is what they're doing and why they're doing it, uh, the different ways it can be done, because I, I don't like cookie-cutter processes. Uh, what I try to teach people are the principles involved in it and help them kind of see how they can create their own process. And it seems like you're already on that track because you are being creative. Yeah. You're doing administrative processes, conditional acceptances, yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. So, you, you know, you probably are. Sounds like you're very creative, like and that's what you want to be. You want to be creative. Yeah, with the credit, with the credit repair process, man, it, you know, you meet challenges because sometimes, like, that police support works, and but then you have, like, the credit bureau might say, hey, we verified this account. Now, I know they can't verify, but what I learned, for example, is I, I, I sued the credit bureau a couple of times, and it, it worked. But like I was telling you, one time the, the client had a um, bankruptcy situation. And I was like, man, I've sued so many times at work. It's always going to work. This was in Columbus, Ohio. And, and my, you know, I was coaching my friend. This was my friend at the time. And I was like, hey, this is what you say. Telling me not taking any deals. We're going to court. Screw him. And the lawyer was like, right. me, was like, you know, he's like, I can see you're intelligent, but I've got a bomb waiting for you. I was like, he's just trying to scare you. Let's go to court. What I didn't know is that bankruptcy is federal court. Even if right. you're doing a higher court, a higher court, a lower court is not going to overrule a higher court. See, I didn't know that. And that well, yeah, that's pretty fundamental court, information. Well, let me let me ask you this. You do understand that with a bankruptcy, you have to, when they have to verify the debt. In other words, under the Fair, debt, Fair Credit Reporting Act, they have to um, give you the information of the person who reported it on your credit report. And see, with bankruptcies and things like that, nobody's re- the government doesn't report anything on your credit report. They're going through the public records and finding information and adding it to your credit report. And that's one of the, one of the reasons why bankruptcies are usually one of the easiest things to get off your credit report, because nobody reported no, here, it on no, your credit report. No, here's what I, here's what I learned. Like I said, you said sometimes I'm creative. What you can do, let me just get some free advice. I know other people are listening. What you can All do right. is that's usually reported via LexisNexis to the credit bureau. So you can delete that from LexisNexis. Get that deleted from LexisNexis. And then you send your, your dispute letter to the credit bureau saying, hey, this is not on my LexisNexis. Because you know they don't actually verify the debt. But what, once I sue, what the attorney did was actually pulled the records from the bankruptcy court, and the judge was like, well, someone had to actually walk in the court and do this whole bankruptcy proceeding. Yeah, there has to be somebody yes, there I'm with saying? first The attorney don't have firsthand knowledge of anything. He can't attest to anything. So you have to have somebody there with firsthand knowledge of it. And that's with a foreclosure. 
That's with any kind of debt. And the, usually with any kind of debt, the, the, the alleged creditor don't come to court. because And the reason why is because uh, years yeah, ago, yeah. there was a case yeah. called the, um, it was called the, uh, uh, hold on, I'm going to give it to you right now. It is on my website. Uh, it's when a bank, last time a banker actually came to court. It was the uh, people that need to read this. It is the Credit River decision. Study the Credit River decision so you can understand why bankers don't, all these creditors don't come to court anymore because they put that banker on the stand and, and got him to testify to the fact how he loaned money. And they didn't loan money, they created it out of thin air. You can also get the Financial Accounting Board statement number 95 on page 21 or 22 under financial institutions where they tell you directly that they create money out of thin air. They're lending activities. They manufacture it along with modern money mechanics as well. So you can put that in. One thing that always put in as an exhibit, I'm going to give you a jewel is the affidavit of Walker. It's the affidavit of Walker Todd. I put that as an exhibit to anything I'm in court involving a debt because that's an expert witness that attests to the fact he worked with the Federal Reserve and everything, and he attests to the fact that these banks ain't loaning you no money. They're loaning you credit. It's called extensions of credit that are coming from the private so the, the into the public. The affidavit, affidavit of Walker, Walker Todd. Todd. It's on the website. You need to read that under the banking heading. On the court, under the court section, under the download section of the website, the affidavit of Walker Todd. You should read that. I got a damn video on my YouTube. I made a whole video off of it. The affidavit of I'm Walker Todd. I'm, I'm actually there. I'm looking at it. The affidavit banking. Uh, That's a court case. You, should, Todd, I see you cleaning credit, you need to know that. You also should have the banker's secret manual because that ain't nothing but a book full of how to get stuff off your credit report. And the documents that you need to file are in the back of the uh, document of the banker's secret manual. It's written by a CPA. His name is Tom Shaw. That's a okay, secret banker's manual. Okay, I see secret it. banker's manual. The documents for you to file in the court, um, affidavits, all of that is in there. Very, very powerful book. Very okay. powerful. Okay. I don't know, y'all don't. This, I'm just surprised I, y'all become members of SBC University and do not use the stuff that's on there. For it's a ton of stuff on that website. Like, see, you said, I, the thing is, the thing is, I say like. I came on at nine. I had to wait. I just, like I gotta talk to him, man, because I'm like I'm just trying <laughs> to get in touch with this guy, and because <laughs> I like his mind, you know. Because the funny thing is, I have a, a friend of mine who was an attorney. He went to Harvard University, right? Uh-huh. And I'll be telling him, and he's like, "Man, you're crazy, man. You're always listening to these conspiracy theories, guys." And I'm like, "Bruh, you just won't open your mind and absorb what I'm." telling you man but it's hard because he you know he's he went to an elite school just like me but you can't reach i can't reach him okay then tell him this he's an attorney tell tell him this tell him read randy e barnett who's a professor at georgetown university he has a um a law review that he wrote called the people of the state chisholm versus georgia um uh, in there randy e barnett says that law students aren't taught. They're not taught uh, case law chronologically. They taught it by doctrine. So that's why there's a lot of information right. they don't get and they think it's crazy. 
right? Because they're not taught chronologically. And it begins uh, with that 11, because, you know, they got this sovereign citizen thing they'd like to talk about. Uh, and they think that sovereignty is, the part, uh, is deposited within uh, of the people is deposited in the representatives of the legislature collectively as an aggregate. Okay. Whereas James will uh, James Wilson and John Jay and all those five, ju- it was four justices, it was four to one, only one Iredale, he descended, but he needs to read that. Tell him to go and read that and see if he, and see if he says right. the same opinion about some things see, as conspiracy theory. I read case law. I'll I, I, I go with any attorney. Yeah, I can tell you read a lot. I can tell you read a lot. Like, you see, the reason why I started once I, once I did that um, arbitration thing, and I see like, okay, this client owes this company like twenty four, twenty five, twenty seven thousand, and the attorney that was suing backed off. I was like, oh, there's some truth to this shit. This Hell yeah! You have to apply it right. You just have to apply it right. And then another thing, I was I I don't know if you know who Kerry Zolman is. Have you heard of him? I haven't heard of him. No. Heard of him? But basically, he his thing is taxes, right? And I was trying okay. to go passport process and how you apply for a passport. Because another client of mine, she had a tax issue, and I was trying to do the whole passport process saying, hey, she's not a citizen, blah, 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 so she doesn't need to pay taxes. And, you know, when you're in this field, you get information from different people. And I ran into this guy, and he's like, listen, I don't know if that's going to work, but let me show you another way. And it's all paperwork. All taxes. He, all we, he did. Yeah. Taxes have to do with form versus substance. You know, all these guys don't want to pay taxes. I, 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 I'm not a tax protester. Uh, it's public and private. Um, a tax, you have a tax avoidance and tax evasion. No, nah, he doesn't and, even deal with any of that. His thing is okay. more of you, you send a, um, you find a, um, a complaint, basically. You file a case into the tax court, essentially. And, the tax and what's, and what's his argument? What's, what's his argument? You're going, okay, you, you filed them in the tax court. What's your argument? No, you, you haven't received a notice of statutory, statutory deficiency or statutory deficiency. Basically, okay, well, okay. So what, about those, what about those uh, situations where they do inform you that you have a, a deficiency? There's a deficiency. Because usually in trust, we deal with that deficiencies when trusts aren't administered properly. And then they construe it as an association or a partnership, creating what's called a deficiency, which is back taxes. That's what a deficiency is, is back taxes. Uh, I haven't ran into that situation with a client I was helping. They sent a letter saying like, she owes like a certain amount of money to this other client, right? The tax court sent her a letter that, hey, we're dismissing the case because we can't find them. We don't have a deficiency and there's no... For tax years from 2002 to 2020, something like that. I forgot how much it was, right? And he basically right. said, what you do, if they ever come after you, you use that letter and you use parts of it saying, hey, your boss, because it's, it comes from the commissioner of the IRS, right? Says that you don't okay. anything. So they can... I was like, wow, this is brilliant, man. Do you understand? Okay. Well, I mean, hey, I, it, a lot, plenty of things work. Listen, man, I've seen... I've been doing this a long time, and I've seen a multitude yeah, of things work. <laughs> you know, so that's why I try to teach in class. I teach people in class. Ain't no one way to do something. Many ways of doing things. Yeah, but yeah. It's, but what I look for when people tell me about other people's process, I listen for the principles that they're using. I listen for the principles. Yeah, okay. 
What What are you saying? Because I, I heard no tax law goes off form versus substance. So if there's so you saying you don't owe a tax, what is your argument for saying you don't owe a tax? Like I just said, if you owe something, you know what the if you, owe, if you owe something, what I didn't hear you went out. If you if, owe something, if you, what? I'm saying if you, if if you write to the court saying, hey, I, I forgot what it's called exactly, but I know it's called a notice of deficiency and a statutory notice of determination. They're basically going to send you a letter saying they don't have jurisdiction over you, right? And they're going to dismiss the case. It costs sixty dollars. You file the paperwork. Okay. Usually you those you don't have they, jurisdiction. Uh, usually, I've never seen you don't have jurisdiction work in a tax court because if you're dealing with Federal Reserve notes, how they how they ain't got jurisdiction? I bet. Like I, I'd have to send it. To, I'd have to email it to you privately. So you can yeah, email it to me. Let me. Yeah, let me. Let me read it, yeah. and I'll give you my opinion on it. Let me read it. But anyway, brother, yeah. I'm gonna have to get off. I, what's it, What's your email? Uh, send it to admin at spcuniversity dot com. A D M I N at spcuniversity.com. All right, bro. Another call, brother. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, y'all. I got time for one more call. Let me go to uh, Pennsylvania, 215-0882. Pennsylvania, 215-0882. Eight hundred twenty seven ten. One eight hundred twenty seven ten. Somebody called in for my eight hundred number. The mic is open. Eight hundred twenty seven ten. Hello? Yeah, your mic's open. Hey, how you doing, you <laughs> I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing great, doing great. Yeah, I wanted to call in about the uh, the vaccine and everything. It seemed like they didn't condition everybody just to believe what the narrative that they put putting out. Okay, I'm listening. Well, I'll give me a second. Yeah, yeah, I've been listening to you for a long time. Uh, I got an email, so I just jumped on the call. But I've been wondering, like. Like, do people not understand that if you look in the past, like, they're doing this to you? Well, you're really doing it to yourself. Like, they're not really even doing nothing to us because we voluntarily do it. Right. You give up everything. So, like, I was talking to my parents about, like, the Democrats and Republicans, and they were talking about Trump. I was like, he was helping us. He wasn't hurting us. He was trying to give us a way to go to get back into the game. But it's like I don't know. They say what they say, racist. <laughs> oh, they call yeah, everybody racist. Say racist. Well, that's you gotta understand one thing I've learned about the difference between the part. Here's the thing: all of them work for the elite. Let me put that out there. But the elite has to; they have to give you a choice in order for it to be voluntary. So. They're going to give you the truth. They're going to offer you the truth and the lie. They're going to they're gonna put two things out in front of you, the red and the blue pill, out in front of you. 
all these people up there work for, I, I believe, work, you know, for the elite in some kind of way. But like I said, it has to be voluntary. Everything has to be voluntary. So they, so they are allowing you to choose the form of government that you have, and they're very persuasive in their arguments for their particular party they want you to follow. What the Democrats represent is socialism. It's just a communist party. I didn't know that uh, 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 way back, but that's exactly what it is because they want you to, they want big government. They want you on, hooked on government benefits. And I didn't understand back then the ramifications for depending on the government. And I think if more people would put their emotions to the side, because I can't believe they talk about Donald Trump and you got this fool can't remember his name in office, what they say about him? This, he didn't draft the crime bill and everything. What, what do they say? I don't even say how any Democrat could say anything about Donald Trump when you got the administration that you voted for in office right now, which probably the consensus is one of the worst administrations ever in the history of the U.S. government. Exactly. Exactly. It kind of reminds me of what what they're doing today, Chappelle. They're trying to boycott him with Netflix. Now you're trying to push all this on us, like you said when they was arresting the pedophiles. And nobody's talking about that anymore. Yeah. So now they're just making us like forcing it on us. Like I don't care what you is. I don't don't bother don't bother to me. Don't mind. Uh, don't matter to me. But don't force it on my kids. Don't force me to see it on TV every day. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just what get, they get so. Yeah, what they're trying to do oh, is they're ahead. trying to make it acceptable. Um, you know, it's, my prediction is in 10, 20 years, if they're successful with what they're doing, um, children, you, they, they, they only know what they know. If they grow up in an environment where there are five different genders, um, homosexuality is okay, lesbianism is okay, obviously that's going to be a contributing factor to uh, – reducing the population. All of these are uh, depopulation-type tactics. Uh, but Dave Chappelle said the most powerful thing that Dave Chappelle said on that Netflix special, he said everybody came from a man and a woman. That's a fact. All Every human being on this planet came through the portal of a woman. Now, I don't understand. And you need a man to create the baby. Now, you got these two sexes, how we got all these other genders. And he made that statement, and that pissed them off. They are pissed off. Netflix wouldn't fire him, but hey, he said, and it seems like to me when I listen to it, he came on the show with Agenda because they were already talking about him before that show. They wasn't liking him. And it seems right. like he came out with a vendetta and he wanted to have a platform to make a statement. That's what I saw. I watched it. Exactly. I'm like, wow. Because it was a commercial. Uh, like, like, I didn't get paid for that. So, you know, they got paid, but I didn't get paid, but I feel like I was, I'm owed some money. Well, it kind of reminds me when you touched on Kevin Samuels. He reminded me of Patrice O'Neill. They wouldn't give him his own show because the way he was outspoken. And he would talk about them like he didn't care. Right. Um, right. But, yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay, bro. But I appreciate talking to you, though, man. Hey, I appreciate you, oh, too, bro. Thank too, you. Though. Huh? I'm from Jacksonville. I remember when you came on there one year. Oh, okay. Had, Jacksonville, uh, Florida. I, yeah. You know, do you know that everybody in planet Earth, every person on planet Earth, 
all six billion people could fit in Jacksonville, in the county of Jacksonville. I just thought it would be an interesting piece of information. I mean, like, when you had the biggest I county in the nation or something like that. Oh, yeah, in the continental United States <laughs> other than Alaska, but we the biggest county. Yeah, biggest county. Yeah. Uh, everybody on planet Earth can fit in there. But anyway, brother, I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a wonderful night, all right? You do the same. All right. And with that, y'all, that's it for me. All right, that's it for me. I want to thank all of y'all for listening tonight and for supporting my channel. I really appreciate you. Um, big ups to everyone. Make sure that you go to my website. My website is SPC University. SPCUniversity.com. HighFrequencyRadio.com is coming back up. It's going to come back online, too. So be looking for that. We're working on that. Uh, We have classes Monday through Friday from 9 p.m. to uh, 11 p.m., four days a week. So for $99, you can get 16 classes. And you can cancel at any time. And you don't even have to cancel. You can pause your membership if you want. You know, if you don't want to get billed a month, just pause it. And when you feel like coming back, come back in. You know, that's a beautiful thing about it. You got complete control over it. But you're going to get a lot of valuable information, not only here on High Frequency Radio, but also, also on the website, on the website. Anyway, I'm going to end with the uh, total, uh, 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 well, I ain't going to have time for it. It's only two minutes on it. Well, I got time for it. I'm going to play this entire audio of this vaccine. But I want to wish y'all well. Y'all can listen to this lady and listen to her explain what this vaccine does to you. Peace to the gods, and I'll see you on my next call. Peace. Okay, so I'm, uh, I am a natural doctor, and I have 1,600 patients. Many are vaccinated, just to give you a little bit of backstory about my credibility. What I've seen so far and what I've learned is all information from physicians, medical physicians, Um, natural physicians and also um, immunization of virology doctors things like that Um, and then also nurses so what I'm about to share with you is the first vaccine the second vaccine and then the boosters and what it does to your body the first vaccine as it goes into your body it has a small amount of saline and then a bunch of uh, ingredients that are very uh, catastrophic to your cellular system What that does to your immune system, which is your bone marrow, your thymus gland, your spleen, and all other systems associated with your immune system, it decreases the ability to produce white blood cells by 50% from your first vaccine. Then eight weeks later, which is white blood cell reproductive system, so your ability to make another generation of white blood cells is eight weeks. That's why they set it up eight weeks later to hit it again. So you hit the white blood cell ability while it's down. So now what you do is now they are they 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 decrease the saline in the second one and they increase the uh, harmful ingredients. So now you have a shift in the ingredients. So they decrease the saline and increase. So now there's a shift. And then what they do is that second dose attacks your ability to make white blood cells by an additional 25%. So now you only have a uh, white blood cell ability like the ability to make white blood cells functioning at 25%. You just wiped out 75% of your military and the ability to make that military. Then what they do is the 
set in the booster. The booster has 81 strands of foreign bacteria that your cells have never come across. You don't have the antibodies to fight it, but you only have 25% of your white blood cell production to be able to fight it, so it's a losing battle. So then what you starts to happen is you start to get chronic inflammation that goes to the areas that you had, uh, you had predisposition. So if you were someone that has gut health issues, that's your area that it's going to focus on, and you're going to have inflammation in the gut health. If it's respiratory, if you have a tumor or cancer, or if you have, say, endometriosis, or you have a skin condition, whatever that is, it's going to inflame that area because now the body has hit the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight, and the body has, is in a chronic uh, inflammatory state with a low immunity and a low immune response. Then you get your second booster. What the second booster has is it has eight strands of HIV. And now what that does is it completely shuts off your ability to make white blood cells. And if you Google what that disease is, it is HIV. So now we have people that are walking around with no immune system, no ability to make an immune system, 81 strands of foreign bacteria, and then also eight strands of foreign HIV along with all the other harmful ingredients, and then they remove all the saline from the first and second booster. Now, to make matters worse, this, during this process, 20 to 30% of the population is gonna die every single series of this process. There's four series. They have three more boosters that are coming out, and the reason why is because once they make you so that your immune system can't make white blood cells anymore, you become dependent on the boosters to survive just like someone becomes dependent on insulin. Big Pharma is looking for people that either die off to protect our uh, population control and those that don't die off we will have reoccurring customers for life with the boosters so that they will be able to maintain income and collect the money back from all the funding that they put in to make these vaccines in the first place. So. Hope you um, hope that was helpful. I hope that you listen to this properly, and I hope that you take the time to do your own critical thinking and just give it two to three years. Every single animal that was part that participated in this study for any of these vaccines had a 100% death rate. And I encourage you all to just take a moment, look around you, and um, and just wait it out. And let's just see what uh, let let nature take its course, and let's just.
And mine, and mine, and mine, and mine, 